What up, FIFA Tears, and welcome to another episode of the Three Foot Tears podcast. And obviously, it wouldn't be an episode of the podcast without my collabs, Luke and Merz. How are you doing, guys? Doing good, I'm thank you. Doing fairly well. And um, yeah, we're going to start off this week with talking about obviously the ongoing promo that is Team of the Year. But more importantly, as we did cover Team of the Year a little bit last week, the honourable mentions. Now, there's been a few. I personally, if you've seen my monumental pack opening where I opened over two days over 160 packs and didn't get a Team of the Year, um, I did pack myself a Mendy. But it does seem like after watching a few videos on YouTube that a lot of the packs were Mendy packs. Um, you guys, what do you think of the honourable mention players? Should we go through them first? Yeah, let's, let's yeah. go through them individually. So, team of the year honourable mentions are Mohamed Salah, Bruno Fernandes, Erling Haaland, Karim Benzema, Anthony Rudiger, Leon Goretzka, Lataro Martinez, who's an SBC, I think. Yep, correct. Uh, Edward Mendy, Insigne, Alaba, Phil Foden, Chiesa. Kunde, Luke Shaw, who is the objectives, uh, Bonucci, David, and Walker. Um, now, of them, I've seen probably, yeah, I would say Bonucci, Mendy, and Insigne has been the most common packed ones. What about you guys? Well, uh, I've packed Bonucci and Insigne, so. So there you I've, go. That... I've packed David uh, on two accounts. Oh, okay. Um, I I think he's the most common in my opinion. If you have like outside of Edward Mendy, who I did get on one of my accounts. Yeah. Um. Let me have a look. Just see on this account what I've got. I also got. I believe Mendy. I have a David. Al yeah, I have a David Alaba in here. So. Oh, okay. So you had a few different ones. I've, I've had a few few variances here and there. So I, pa I packed three, and I got Mendy twice and Benzema once. Um, yeah. Benzema obviously nice in terms of rating, but in terms of money, like it, you know, yeah, not worth a lot. But then, as we sort of like mentioned a little bit, Merz, didn't you? Like generally, cards of that nature at the moment are just cheap. Yeah, especially like the team of the year players. The obviously Mbappe, CR7 are in a class of their own. Like. They, in terms of price, but you look at the defenders. Last year, I think the cheapest defender was Trent. He was about 1.1 mil. Yeah. Cheapest defender this year is um, Cancelo at 700k, but you got three out of the four defenders under a mil this year. Like, it's crazy. It shows just sort of a little bit how messed up the market, the market. is this yeah. year. Because uh, it's, it's, although it's like recovered in some circumstances for like like the SBCs for like fodder and things, especially when it comes to icons and that, yeah. it's still not recovered in terms of like those players that you would buy that are usable that are good promo players. Like mm. we and or or like at the start of the year when we said about like what players were meta, like mm. Joe Gomez and things like that. You know, we we were saying about how. Like that t same time last year when a player was, I think he was like when we looked maybe about nine k, he was like fifty k or something yes. in the previous year, and still like that has kind of been the thing, isn't it? With the exception of like the two highest maybe promo card players being in the sort of million bracket or million and a half bracket, everybody else has been relatively like affordable. I mean, I suppose the only thing is without there being. Um, without there being sort of coins to sell players for because they're so cheap then it means coin balances aren't as high um as people would maybe have but still you can buy most players i think this year yeah 
I think it all boils down yeah. to that minimum rating guaranteed that you have in pretty much nearly every single pack. I think that's yeah, it's definitely I, played a part this year, hasn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. Because I think um, looking at the odds as well for like packing the team of the year, I don't remember ever seeing the pack odds on an ultimate pack ever being higher than one percent in previous years for uh, packing the team of the year. But this year, you've seen it actually go. I think at one point it even went as high as one point three percent chance of packing. Well, the, the, uh, it's no, currently at one point nine. Oh, oh my god! You're thinking hundred k pack. You're thinking hundred k pack. The one point three, one point four was hundred k. Currently say they're one point nine. Yeah, I don't even recall it even being that high of a percentage. I think it always was like under one percent. I think it's mainly because Don Rummer being like two hundred and twenty odd k. Whereas like last year, Neuer was about four hundred k. I think, I think still, he was. Yeah, I think he was about four hundred thousand coins. Yeah, I mean, when I remember when I got him in the episode with Luke, I'm pretty sure he was still four hundred k at the time. Yeah, mm. so it sort of shows the goalkeeper being half the price. But I mean, some of these cards look insane, don't they? I mean, we were they talking. Do. I was saying to you guys about um, in the episode of pack to the future that we just did guys you should go and check that out if you haven't seen it already on youtube mm -hmm. um we did the new 81 double upgrades that come out on monday and um yeah we i said like the one player that i would actually quite like to pack not just because it'll be a strong link to my mendy but also he looks insane is rudiger and actually like people have talked obviously about this the, the varan spc and how you know he's an end game card for that price but Surely, like you look at this, and surely Rudiger looks like an endgame centre back as well, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. If you look yeah. at individual in-game stats as well, you see a lot of yeah. them. Uh, I've got the card up now: ninety-seven jumping, ninety-six strength, ninety-seven acceleration. Uh, acceleration, love that. Uh, <laughs> aggression uh, on a six-foot-three person, he's gonna dominate aerial threats. Yeah, until the cows come home. When I say, um, avoid saying etc. Ninety-nine defending with a shadow card and. And, and 95 pace. Yeah, yeah. that's insane, like, right? So, not going to see that maxed on... out defending, insanely good physical stats. Like, you probably won't see that on many, like, team of the season cards this year when they come out. No. Well, you, unless obviously they're the top tier, like, centre backs. But yeah, because obviously there's sometimes those 88 rated, like, centre backs and stuff sometimes. Well, yeah, but unless, yeah. like, unless you get, like, a Gavardiol. Like gets yeah. a team of the season this year. Like he isn't going to have that sort of pace. Oh yeah. Like generally, like well, that pace that he will have, but he won't have. No, Gavardio will. But I mean, what other yeah. other ones won't? Say like uh, a Serbi got a team of the season. They're not going to yeah, suddenly yeah. give him ninety pace. You know. Um, I mean, let's look at the strange things that have happened. Look, look at yeah. look at Jose Font last last year, for yeah. example. Not etc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you've got that situation where he ended up going from what thirty. 40 pace to yeah. about 76 like yeah. they're, they're winning to, it's obviously not 90 but 76 pace is still very respectable this FIFA I've been an advocate for this a long time I still don't believe pace is that King. insane it's yeah. still it's it's something that you're not going to scoff at and you want quicker players if you have them but anything that's for a centre back specifically that's around the 75 to 80 region you can get away with in my opinion um, so looking at Christian, yeah, as long as you're good at defending, really is the thing, isn't yeah. it? That's the more key thing. Exactly. So you you got a lot of options this year. Obviously, the the, uh, the Sar card that came out recently is still a very good card. 
Like, it doesn't obviously compare to that Rodiger too well. No, but he's a nice but, strong link for free. Exactly. So you got squad building options, and yeah, that's so what, that's what you always be sort of want. Fair. I'm just looking at that Rodiger card, and it says he's got a plus twenty two on his acceleration versus his base card. Very interesting. Yeah, he's got plus 25 on his balance, plus 21 on his agility. So it looks like this year, EA are on promo cards, because we've already seen it a fair few times already with promos this year. They certainly seem to like jacking up certain like in-game stats for slightly Well, I mean, you look, at, you look at Jorginho, like, he was the one, weren't he? But then, yeah. the arguably, the thing about him was people saying, like, well, he deserved his team of the year, so it's EA's way of making someone who's got a deserved team of the year being usable rather than it be oh yeah he deserves his team of the year but by the way you're still going to be able to use him in the game kind of thing mm. not like a Tony Cruz every single time but yeah. what what mm. you also notice of Jorginho bringing up him topically is they also gave him 4 star 4 star compared to his natural yeah. 3 star 3 star so actually the fact that they're now changing stuff like mm. that with team of the years now as well is yeah. something you don't I think I don't recall ever seeing a team of the year have a skill moves or a uh, no. weak foot boost so. and, that, and that kind of makes like it think like oh well actually although team of the season does kind of bring towards almost the end of the game there could be some really lovely cards to see at the end if they bring some 5 star 5 stars into some that had 4 stars and things you could end up like yeah it could just be a nice part of FIFA right at the end that you've got some overpowered cards mm. Mm. just think that could have been Luis Diaz if he didn't go to Liverpool in, in the case, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. same if he'd gone to, if he just stayed at Porto, is what I'm implying. Um, even if he'd gone to Tottenham as well, he still wouldn't have got it. But any any of these uh, honourable mentions here that sort of you want to want to pack if you're not going to get a team of the year to be used in your team? Oh, I think there's a fair, a fair few because these many. these qu- look quite good, like Chiesa, for instance. Yeah, Chiesa was him. nice as well. Gretzka. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Rudiger as well. I'd happily accept. I mean, I, m- I might even be tempted to even use Koyende, even though he's under six foot tall. Stack Merchant Mers uh, prepared to use <laughs> something that goes against Merchant his... Merchant willing to willing to yield. Willing to yeah. compromise. F- Foden as question, well. Mers. Would you right. yield for Alaba? Would I yield for Alaba? Pro- also 5'11". Uh, quite as good, like, because... Oh, but, but Mers, he's got 17 more passing than Kunde. Yeah, but... I. The thing I don't like about Alaba is the medium, medium. So. Hmm. That, 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 yeah, that can be a little bit of an issue sometimes. Uh, I like a high he's only got one yellow rate. stat on the card, though. Mm. Yeah. That's finishing. That's pretty good, isn't it, for a centre-back? Green, green all round, only only one stat, as I say, is, is not a green, and that's, that's finishing. Um, so that could easily just be converted into a DM. I know a lot of people uh, like to play... DMs at centre back instead, so that yeah. could be a straight swap. Um, I mean, They've also for example, made this, this Dennis more usable as well. They've jacked, mm-hmm. jacked up his agility and balance. He's gone up mm-hmm. by well, I mean, plus sixteen uh, balance and plus fifteen agility. So yeah, you are definitely trying to uh, do stuff with promo players. That was kind of nice to see on Harlan's front though, because like. At the start, everyone like seeing his, his card thought, cool, he's got that big upgrade this year, he's going to be really good, and then he just turned mm-hmm. into fodder instantly. Um, mm-hmm. I so actually, because as soon as people realised that like he wasn't, not the meta, because there wasn't necessarily, like you say, a meta 
for pace or anything at the start of the game, but it was just more the body type made him not as desirable as other players. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just meant that he didn't get used as much and certain, found himself to be 27k within like you know a few weeks of the game coming out. Um, yeah. I mean, here's a sign of the times actually. If you look at honourable mentions, Kyle Walker, when yeah. in any FIFA ever at January. Is a Kyle Walker special card worth less than 100k? Yeah, I I, I saw I saw. I know um, it's not a centre back, but I didn't have any clue about his price. And then I saw Pi pack him, and because I saw how much he didn't get gassed about packing him, I thought, oh, well, this is weird because I would have thought this card is like 300k. And yeah, I was very shocked. Not gonna lie. Also, thoughts on. Obviously, I know Liverpool fans listening will be absolutely furious that Trent has been snubbed in not just the main team of the year, but the honourable mentions as well. So, thoughts on Trent missing out? That that um, that is deserved, a bit of a or... joke, to be fair. That is a little bit. Of a I wonder joke. whether there's an SBC still on the horizon, but who knows? Doubt it. I highly doubt. Probably it. not at this point now because no. we're only what three days left of the promo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. That so that. yeah, I'd probably see. It's probably point of fact it might I don't even know if we've got a countdown but it might even end Wednesday and they get ready for the new promo no um, th- no, it ends on Friday I think cause it does it, end on Friday does it uh, yeah, three so days get, 21 hours rewards. is what I've got showing up now it does say that does it right okay so it looks like they are going to maybe go straight into um, straight into the yeah. next promo I think it's because people wanted the end of season rewards and team of the year to just for that little extra opportunity to try and get a team of the year player because I thought it was going to yeah. end before the end of season rewards, but then it's a bit weird as well the fact that they've had this going on for more than a week with the full team in. Because I swear to God, they always ended it on Sunday. I think it like was... oh, they, they do. They yeah, you're no, you're absolutely right on that front. But there's there's this certain dairy product that they're, they're trying to get a lot of this year, and that's milk. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're trying to milk. <laughs> The we did, we did, we did call it early on, didn't we, when we said about how many promos there was going to be, and, we've, and we've not been the wrong money so far. So it's the fact, it's the fact they're extending their biggest money maker. Yeah, is just that little bit more just to drive that wedge in a tiny yeah. bit more. Has the lightning rounds ended though? Or they yes, uh, they only open over so. the weekend, don't they? Yeah, so, yeah, they didn't at least do they didn't do that, but I mean they have still stuck ultimate packs in. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Talking as I as I did try to help segue um, yeah, several times to Mers about the new promo. Oh yeah, there is a new promo, of course. Yes, new promo <laughs> yes. going to be. I was about to say Careful. Silver Stars for a second there. I mean, no, that, that, that could you, you be an interesting that. promo to have. But I suppose in some ways, Future Stars is kind of a bit like a Silver Stars promo because obviously a lot of these cards tend to be silver players or even a couple of bronze players upgraded to gold cards special cards so yeah obviously i'm not going to go into details because leakers have spoiled like who is going to be in it but i'm not going to go into that i'm just going to talk about the winter wild cards-esque um swaps that they're doing again so that's good so 25 tokens that you can redeem so the mm-hmm. stuff that you can redeem it for, where it is, here it is. So you've got, for two tokens, you can get a, a rare players pack. Now, I apparently have heard that that's a double uh, rare players pack. A so double? So you get two for the price of one. But 
It doesn't say it there though. It only says one on the screenshot that I've got here. Uh, then for free tokens, we've got the 81 to 89 times 10 player pack again. Then for five, we've also got the ultimate pack. But this time out, unfortunately, there is not going to be a kit review from uh, Luke this time. Sadly not. Because That's they sad. haven't got the Future Stars kit or anything like that for five tokens. Terrible so, behavior. Uh, then for eight tokens, they've got the first of uh, Frimpong's card. So for eight, an 86 rated version of him. For 12, you get a... Future Stars Team 1 pack. So, obviously, I'm guessing there's going to be two teams for Future Stars because there normally is. But this Indeed. is just apparently for just Team 1. Then, for 12 tokens, there is the second version of Frimpong, which is the 88 version. Both are right-back cards. So, obviously, if you don't want to necessarily go for the packs and you want a Dutch right-back, or you want a Bundesliga right back, then obviously that would be a good card to go for. Because to be fair, at the moment, the only options in Bundesliga right back-wise are Mukulele's Road to Knockout and Mbabu's uh, Fire and Ice card. So not a great amount of options, but that will add to that. Then for 15 tokens, we have the return of the 85 plus times 10 player pack. So, got a good chance, hopefully, of getting a pro player in that if you uh, redeem the 15 tokens. Then for 20, and this card looks quite good, Gallagher. He's had an amazing season, so definitely deserves has, to yeah. have a Future Stars card. I kind of wish that he'd be in the main team, to be fair, but he's a token for 20 tokens, though. So, obviously, you could do that, the 89... 81 to 89 and rare player. And then for 25 tokens, we have a Future Stars Team 1 pick, which is going to be a choice of one of three players. So, you know, if you really want to, if you like a particular person in that Team 1 and you really want to go for that 25 tokens player pick, then obviously good opportunity to try and get something that's really good. But at the same time, with previous promos and looking at some of the cards and how the price difference between like the low end and the t uh, high end like you might end up getting free 50k players in it or something so what do you yeah. guys make of the swap rewards um I, mean, I, I like the i like the the idea of that gallagher thing because i think it kind of encourages you thinking that like if you really really want him then you'll go to those tokens and and get him like i know it was different for me because i didn't think i was going to get enough for the for the player pack which i probably would have gone for in the end but obviously i did daka um mm. who is in my yes. team and like he's insane i, I love using the, the card but i i think like it's just a nice i think it's a nice touch to be able to do that to get a, a player that you like because either you like have watched him this year and you've enjoyed him and you want to now see what like a a nice juiced up version of his card in game is going to be like but ultimately i do think i mean people just tend to choose packs don't they people love a pack mm. and the picks That's the true. pick one will be interesting um because you know there's there's inevitably going to be based on what we've seen this year some uh less afford let's say let's say yeah affordable less desirable future stars and i get you know is let's face it you're not is it going to be like the hero upgrade 
started off really well for everybody, then suddenly Genola didn't pop up anymore. Yeah. It's, it's, if, if, if people did enough of that and learned from that, I don't think that that will get chosen much. I mean, there is another it's thing to one. factor in with that player pick. If no, looking at how EA have done a lot of the player uh, picks and some uh, some of the mistakes they did, like with icon swaps, obviously true. knows oh, yeah. very well yeah, with yeah. that. They might as, end as up a main beneficiary of that. They might make I, a mistake with it, experience. and you get two, two. People. The, the only <laughs> two problem icons. is though. The only problem is though the likelihood of them messing it up is that you're just going to get the gold rares or the non-gold commons or whatever of the player. Whereas on the icons, at least you still got an icon. Mm. I, I loved having two icons. Especially when one of them was alright. Yeah. Yeah, you did, um, you did luck out. I did luck out with the Laurent Blanc. But um, my, my, my take on it is... Jot's interesting. Two of, the, uh, two of the players from them are actually Bundesliga fullbacks. Did you look at last time? Did you look at last time with uh, was it Gunter Christian Gunter? Yeah, Gunter. Yeah, he yeah. got the uh, he got the one in winter wild cards. This time, we have Frimpong. Uh, Frimpong. Yeah. yeah. So may- maybe there's not many good fullbacks in the Bundesliga generently. Is, yeah. is something I'll say because uh, you've got Schulz on one side, as I say, and then then Davies, and yeah. sort of clutching at straws, Iago, etc. Um, but I'm I'm tempted to. Give, to do both versions of Frimpong and compare them because that's what I do I compare players or I review players mm-hmm. but after that I'm, I'm still up in the air because I'm tempted to do all of like do multiple accounts basically um, yeah I'm, I'm trying to go as many of see of you're mine. lost now there's not a kit aren't you I'm not lost <laughs> no no it just means I'm just going to do other fit not, not remotely lost I'm guessing um, when you say you're doing Frimpong, that's take one on one account and one on the other account. Correct. Not do, yeah. yeah. Two, two on one account. That'd be crazy. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I haven't actually seen a leak for the team yet, which is uh, rather refreshing. Oh, wait. Um, I've just read. Apparently there's 28 tokens, not 25. So, yes. So you could get that's... Gallagher and Frimpong if you're just interested in the players. So that's there's okay. so many options, uh, which sadly I am considering doing this on all my accounts, which that is very painful, considering I know that means that I've got to get 84 separate tokens. <laughs> I mean, luckily it's not... A, it, you will have a couple of objectives, but luckily it's mainly linked to SBCs predominantly, so... I at the moment it's linked to at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's yeah not... and, that's, and that's the other thing that I, I, I don't... It's not that I don't like it, but I think it's a little bit sneaky. They're like, I feel like they hide tokens, and as much as you can hide a token. But like, um, there's one obviously in the Maldini loan. So a lot of people won't do the loan icons because they don't like they're on RTGs and don't want to waste their, um, you know, their players for it and stuff. I know that like some of the uh, tokens are going to be in SPCs regardless anyway. But I just think that's a little bit sneaky. Like. I mm-hmm. hadn't seen uh, the tokens yet, and I heard from a YouTuber that like you needed to do that lone SBC to get one of your tokens, and I thought, oh, I don't know if I would have noticed that if it hadn't been for the fact that I've seen this video. Like, I don't see it advertised very well anywhere yeah. that mm. you know you need to do this because this has a, to- a hidden token in it. And I think they did it with uh, a few of the objectives, didn't they, in the wild cards? Like, mm. it was like. Oh, you need to Correct. do this particular objective um, on. You need on... to do the team's objective. Yeah, uh, for example, the Rooney. Yeah. Ver- it was Rooney versus 
someone. Henri, I'm going to say. Uh, you have oh, to do, yes, yeah. They had to do that teams. It was in the each of the weekly objective players. Yeah. Um, Silver Stars, I think, as well. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, so I just it think... Was, it was in everything. I just think it's a little bit sneaky because... But then at the same time, the encouragement, I suppose, is to play the game. Like, in all the different ways there are. SPCs and objectives and that. So I, 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 I think I get it, but I just think... I don't know. It's just it seems to have uh, lost a little bit of transparency, um, mm-hmm. where like you'd be annoyed if it weren't for the fact that there are going to be a few token surplus. You'd be annoyed if you missed that one, uh, that one that you needed because you didn't see you had to complete, you know, uh, the objective of score five finesses with an Argentinian team or something. You know, like. Yeah. Which you know they're no, they're never that difficult. I remember like I think one of to get the token. I think you could do it on squad battles, so it's not like it was Sounds a difficult right. token to get. But it's just yeah, not not out and out saying this is where this token is. Um, they could just be a little bit more open about it, open like, and transparent. But it's 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 not going to ever be like that. Let's be honest. Okay, no. GA would rather people. It's not a bit more get like a treasure stuff. hunt. Yeah. yeah. Just to no, warn rule, you, rule I've just pension. read. That there'll be one token available within squad battles, so mm. talk about hidden yeah. Ones. So that will probably might not that see, probably will that. be like you've got to keep an eye out for like the featured team thing or something. Like you've got to beat the featured team that week. I don't I know don't about know. you guys. When I do my squad battles, I don't play the featured team. The tier rewards, so you might just have to get like it might even be the bronze tier as well. But I think I'm just guessing you just got to play some squad battles, and then when you get your weekly reward it would just be in that rather than play the squ- uh the squad battle team Maybe. or something like that because that would be t- in the objectives rather than o- on the squad battle screen because it specifically says within squad battles rather than yeah. saying because it that does say that it, squad build that makes me think that it will be objectives. play the featured team yeah. i reckon maybe they'll yeah, maybe they'll think there's a strong chance of that I, maybe I they could Maybe they could end up um, like getting one of the future stars to pick their team, and you've got to play the, uh, uh, their team oh, wait, or something. Sorry. Oh, oh God, they're doing it again, what? and 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 be offered in a pack in the foot store during the future stars campaign. Yeah, and this is the I one mean, I didn't like because that, that pack was not cheap. It, it's that just was a ninety thousand coins. People yeah, know or three hundred. People know to expect that at this points. point. Yeah, that was what we said when we last time they did it. It was like, it was it was ninety thousand coins, or it was FIFA points that wasn't an equal amount that you could just buy. So you had to buy more in order to get it. And obviously, a lot of people that don't want to, like I say again, RTGs. And I'm not talking about RTGs like YouTubers RTGs that do it for fun because they do it for a living. They play the game for a living. That's different. I'm talking about like, I'm talking about like a fifteen year old who has an RTG because he doesn't have a job or anything and can't afford to put money on the game or if he has put money on the game it's birthday money or something like that having to spend 90,000 coins of his money on um, a pack just to get the token he needs for his I just don't yeah I don't like that That's that, that don't need to be there they could put that token somewhere else they could yeah they could up their no yeah. they want money <laughs> start a gov count, uh, petition <clears throat> campaign yeah. get the, get I don't have the I don't have the legs like Danny Aaron does to try and campaign to get someone out of FIFA. 
<laughs> yeah, so I need to start stepping up the campaign on Andre Silva, to be honest. Uh, that, yeah. That's that's needed. Um, but, yeah. Honestly, I think... I like Future Stars, Stars as a promo, though. Promos. Yeah, I like it as a promo. one of the better ones that we all... Because it's the one year that you don't get, like, the same players. Every time, it's always different players. So, yes. for, that, I lo- for that, I love it. Like, mm. And I, I can't believe what I'm about to say, but... I'm uh, I'm I'm wanting an Arsenal player on. I'm intrigued about what the stats will look like for a certain player within the promo. I mean, I don't yeah, want to say any think... names, but like the stats of the card on the normal yeah. card is like really atrocious. So I mean, I've seen the leaks, so I I don't know the stats, but I I know who's getting one, and there are a couple I'm excited for. Um, but then, but then, like we said, with Sin specifically skill for past and presence, I need uh, certain player upgraders. With Sin skill move upgrades, weak for upgrades, and also, um, you know, massive juice to stats on some of these cards. So, why not do it for some of the future stars? You know, there could be, there's going to be some. They aren't going to be atrocious future stars cards when they can make some more milk. Uh, we do move on to the January transfer window, so. Having a look at some of the major names that have moved, uh, I don't know about you guys, if you've got any particular favourites, I know Merz doesn't, um, about players that have moved in, in sort of this sort of window. Anything you're excited for, Brad? Um, um, Norwich I'm brought keen, in anyone? I'm, I'm, I'm keen on seeing or? Kulisevsky, because obviously, mm-hmm. again, a former future star, and yeah, like... Yeah, I don't know. It's one of the things where, like, when you see a player that you don't really see, if you know what I mean, so this is, that doesn't make sense. But what I mean is, if you when you see a player on FIFA that you don't really see play in real life, I want to yeah. see what he's like. And obviously, I'm more likely to see him in the Premier League than Syria. So it will be interesting. Um, mm-hmm. The same as like, to be fair, I'm kind of keen on both both yours. Have you got? Um, uh, did you get Bentancur, Bentancur as well? Correct. Yeah. So Rodrigo like, Bentancur. I remember like Bentancur looking like a potentially really good card uh, some years ago. Uh, a really good player. Sorry, I'm talking about him in FIFA terms now. Um, and but then he kind of, as well. and then he kind of just like, I don't know, like, went and just ended up being a bench player, I suppose. Um, didn't ever kind of what I would say reach full potential. So I want to see like don't what. Know about that? I disagree with you here. I'm fairly sure he actually does play. He's he's played for I think about the last few seasons as Bentoncourt played about. 40 games season I could be okay. wrong I remember hearing stats that he played a fair bit and this season only I think I think he's third in appearances for a midfielder for for Juve I think he's played about 18 games for them okay so he, he still plays for them yeah he's so that's what not, I mean I don't, he's I just, don't really he's, see he's, he's a little bit behind the pecking order of Locatelli and uh, Weston McKenney. yeah but I've, I've I've seen he's I think the third most used midfielder for them Okay, so he's, he sees use. It's it's not like he's been sitting on the bench the whole time. He does. No, play. it's not like you. It's not like you're signing a player who's like we don't even know whether he can kick a football. Yeah, not not even remotely. Um, yeah. But one one team that's brought in a lot of people is less deadline day and more just round of applause for transfer windows. Aston Villa. Yeah. Uh, obviously yeah. with Coutinho, Lucas Digne, best sign in um, the window for sure. It's it's definitely up there. In terms of the impact he's going to make to their team, absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. 
Looking at a couple of others, Ericsson's come in to Brentford today, which I'm very happy to see that. I'm, I'm sort of slightly annoyed that Spurs didn't actually offer him. We, we let him train, we helped sort of build up his fitness, but we didn't want to offer him anything, which I feel we should have at least offered something if he didn't want to. Fair yeah. enough, but I think I'm interested in, in seeing that a little bit because, like, obviously he's he's now got an IED fitted, doesn't he? Yes, so, uh, I believe so. Something, so, yeah, those lines. so I think like I'm interested to see like or know just a little bit about how that works. Like, do they? Is his insurance basically now that doesn't include anything related to that condition? Because you got to think like he must be harder to insure. The insurance must be more expensive for a player with that condition playing football because it just makes sense. But mm-hmm. it must be like one of those things where like you can get insurance that. Um, doesn't include a particular condition because it's a known condition, and I wonder if that's where that like that deal lies because it seems weird that it's someone like Brentford that is that has got him. If you know what I mean, otherwise mm. it seems like yeah he should have gone somewhere, uh, like he wouldn't have played week in week out for Tottenham. But the the fans and and just the nostalgia of it, I think I don't know. It seems strange. It does seem strange. It does a little bit, but talking of strange, it's something that. In previous years, would seem strange, but less so much now. Newcastle, obviously <laughs> leading the charge, bringing yeah. in one of my favourite players to use in midfield last year on FIFA, uh, in the man who I always purposely pronounce the name wrong, uh, which is Bruno Gamarez, yeah, or Guimarães, I believe, is, is something along those lines. Is how you actually say it. But I always call him Gamarez just to be, just to be unique and different. Um, but actually, the signing of Chris Woods a very weird one. Because originally, oh, yeah. originally this one, I wouldn't say is weird at all, but actually has backfired on Newcastle. Because they've done it to say, oh, we're going to take Burnley's most prolific striker, we're going to buy him, that's going to doom them to the drop. And then they've gone and bought Weghorst today, which, yeah. considering the season, this season Weghorst hasn't hit the ground running, he's on about five goals, I believe. But last uh, season he had three, a good season. Three, yeah. The last three seasons he's had good seasons. He's yeah. had uh, between fifteen and twenty goals the last three seasons, and he's been performing in a Europa League slash. He wasn't the Champions League, but it went out in fourth this year. But he's been a Europa League slash Champions League level team um, mm. in the last few years, and he's managed to get fifteen to twenty goals. Which yeah, you give Burnley that sort of thing on a six foot six frame. Yeah. That's Sean Dyche written all over it. So, and that's purely because they bought Chris Wood for twenty five mil, did Newcastle, and they've gone and splashed. I think I don't know a specific figure on on Wakehorse, but it's somewhere between twelve and fifteen million. Uh, um, yeah, it doesn't sound. It's not going to no. be a huge like transfer sum. That's for sure. It's a bit. It's a bit that's a, that's a man who plays internationally as well. They play exactly. In, he, yeah, he's, he's got in a the proven international team. striker. Yeah, it's, it's a proven striker. As much as Chris Wood is Premier League proven, he's a great, great striker. But he isn't Premier League proven in terms of like, like he doesn't score like twenty goals a season. Like no, he doesn't score twenty goals a season. But he's, no. he he still puts in numbers. But he still scores. Yeah. yeah, and he scores for a team like Burnley. No offense to Burnley. Like, but they're not a team that are going to score three or four goals each week. Like they are the one nil winners if you ever if you ever could see a team that are gonna do that. Mm. Um 
I mean, last season he got 12 goals. The year before he got 14. Yeah. 10, 10. He's a consistent double-digit goal scorer for, yeah. for a side like Burnley, which is crucial. Considering they normally, I think, at points ran two strikers as well. So Ashley Barnes would be in Ashley there at Barnes, the same time. Yeah. Yeah. To expect 20 goals a season, well, 15, 20 goals a season from that is pushing it a bit. But he's still done fairly well for himself in that sort of a sort of place. So... It could help Newcastle, but it was meant to ruin Burnley, and I don't know if that's actually happened now. No, I don't. Burnley, I would have so. assumed, were doomed, but now maybe not so much. Um, but then actually, you're actually to cover the Wolfsburg side of matters as well. It's going way off on a tangent. Uh, they signed Max Kruser from Union Berlin as well on a on a cut price deal. So okay, they've brought in reinforcements to cover that. Even though he's more of an attacking midfielder, I understand, but he's a set piece specialist. They're having a really bad season. Wolfsburg, I think, are fifteenth. So he's he's gone from relegation battle in the Bundesliga to relegation battle in the Prem as Veghorst. So yeah, it and as, one as one much. feels like it would be tougher. <laughs> Yeah, you, Wolfsburg would be better than than uh, in in the Bundesliga than than you'd expect Burnley to yeah. be able to get out of the situation. I would say so. It's yeah. it's possible they can get out of the situation. I'm not saying it isn't, but realistically, Wolfsburg are good enough to stay up. Yeah. There's three teams worse than Wolfsburg in the Bundesliga, surely. Uh, same with mentioned Gladbach, but Trippier's joined as well. That was a bit of a coup. That's actually a, two two proper. Well, three proper, actually, I'd say. Good signings for Newcastle here uh, as of present yeah. time. They got Chris yeah. Chris Woods, all right. I'm not classing him as the good signing yet. Um, but I think any year they Kieran, hold on to St. Maximin is a good signing as well. Yeah, very true. Kieran Trippier, though. Uh, well, they're going to keep hold of St. Max for a while, let's be honest. They've got I think so now. now. I think now that him. they... Yeah, I think now that they know and he knows where that money is, that, that you know... that. They've, they've got him for a while <laughs> from yeah, from here be, on out be... what's classed as a good good year for Newcastle is going to be changing year on year so when yes. I'm saying a good year a good January I should say is bringing in Matty Target on loan which considering he's been replaced at Villa and he's a very competent defensive left back and Christ knows they need defensive reinforcements uh, yes Target was good last year but he's been a bit questionable this year uh, Target I okay. think because he got dropped uh, quite a few times, Target, from the Villa squad. I, I, I'd have to look into that a bit more. I haven't checked the individual stuff, but I think it's a good pickup for Newcastle generally. Um, considering he's lost his place now to Dinier in the team, it makes sense to take him on loan for the season. Yeah, definitely. It's an, yeah. It's an upgrade on who they got left back. Paul Dummett, Matt Ritchie. It's an upgrade, 100%. Yeah. Uh, Kieran Trippier obviously already fits in. Bruno Gamarais fits in comfortably. Chris Wood, less so much. Like obviously, Cameron Wilson's injured, um, so that helps. He's just a very different striker in. as well. Like it's options. like it's not like the Andy Carroll days, like anymore really. Um, with Saint Maximum kind of running and stealing the show to get into the box, it's not like they're mm-hmm. going to swing many crosses in. But it does give him, like you say, it gives him another offensive option. But yeah, I think when Callum Wilson comes back, I don't know how much. Uh, how much game time he'll get mm-hmm. uh, obviously one that people want me immersed to touch on because they're Colombian Luis Diaz the other day coming in uh, I yeah. am slightly sad I was looking forward to my perfect link uh, but it has meant Merz isn't hitting rock bottom and using a Spurs player just because he's one uh, of his favourites but I'm, I'm sad on another reason though because now his team of the season 
card opportunity is gone. Basically yeah. gone yeah. now. But so, yeah. his headliners might happen though. Oh yeah, headliners could. Uh, yeah, that that's fine. And switching to prem would obviously be a bonus if he gets an inform or a special card, performance-based card, should I say, rather than promo card for being at Liverpool. So yeah, that mm. would that would be a bonus. But, yeah, the t- t- team of the season though, because having yeah. what maybe a ninety odd plus, uh, Luis Diaz would have been nice in May. It's kind I of mean. Just- it's going to be there or thereabouts with the uh, the boost. It would be an 89, right? Or is it a plus two? Which would then be... It's a plus yeah, no, he's, one. He's a plus one. So he'd probably hit... Well, he's 88 naturally, right? Or is he 87? It's a bit of a weird one because obviously his next inform is going to be... 80 an 88. He's an 87 no. standard. What, what's his... Yeah, no. Because his, his uh, current... Non like headliner cut, so his informs eighty three, so his next one's eighty five. Yeah, but what's going to actually happen with the headliners though? Because that's normally the next inform, so would it not? Yeah, somehow but they've done, they've done weird things with headliners this year, so who knows? Until they've actually given out a special cut. Obviously, Kimmich has earned one, but we need to see one of these like really, really juiced up ones, like. Candrave like, is the one I want to see. Yeah, Candrave yeah. is the one I want to see. Whether they give him ninety, they give him the exact same eighty-five card with ninety-something pace, or whether that's just going to go back to about exactly because we we don't know what's going on because EA, EA EA are running mad in some ways this year with how they're doing things. So yeah, it's because obviously, like I said, in, um, when headlines came out, this Luis Diaz headlines card is a plus three in terms of informs over what he's currently got. So it's like, okay, if he's a plus three, are they going to suddenly just suddenly go from an 83 inform to an 87 inform, or are they going to go in line with it to an 85? So then does that mean the headliners goes to 88 for the next inform or what? Because that's just very weird. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the thing the thing with me here is they've done crazy things like this, but that was way, 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 way long ago uh, on, on like FIFA 12. I, I referenced the Minule card in previous oh, weeks. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, was yeah, the yeah. Kevin Morales. Kevin Morales had like a second in form that was 85 rated that had like absurd stats. So that EA have known to just juice things up for oh, oh, yeah. why not that, I mean, that's, it'll make Team of the Weeks a lot more so. interesting if they yeah. suddenly do that we're, um, t- we're talking mainly about the rating though aren't we here about like what is the I next mean, Luis Diaz inform going to be like, whilst it... that's true I mean if they suddenly decide they just juice the stats on Team of the Weeks for example so if we do what happened with Kevin Morales funny enough he'll have Let's say Diaz's next inform is actually 85, but they keep the same stats from the 87, as an example. Yeah. That would be a weird way of doing that, but it yeah. could be a way that then suddenly balances it and goes, oh, no, no, Silver Stars, though, they ain't actually 74, though, are they? Come on now. They're actually yeah. close to, like, 82 or something like that, and then mm. you, like, uh, they've you lied said, about stats before. Yeah, but as you said about, like, the Cran Draver, if they gave an 85-rated inform Cran Draver the headliner stats, right... And then suddenly you got this inform card that has basically been really juiced up from the previous like inform. Then mm-hmm. suddenly people are going to be like, "Hey, hey, hey, EA, why are you doing it just for this? Because of his headliners, you should be doing it for like everybody else." 
Because and then that would be put in the same sort of place as give me free FIFA points on the EA live chat. It would <laughs> palm the side and go, right, everything's fine, fire burning around everyone. Can I? Uh, so one interesting thing I'd like to talk about as well, the transfer window, is mm -hmm. not just about the them as a, uh, in a team sense, um, but also um, as a manager sense, and it also now touches on a tweet that's just come out. Um, so Everton... My next, literally my next one up here. Yeah. Literally, have got so they managed to get Lampard, yeah. Yes. Which I don't think is I don't think that's a bad move at all. A lot it's of people saying like, you know, could they have kept uh, Duncan in in? They probably could have done, and we know a lot. We know Everton fans like him, but mm. at the end of the day, they want to show that they're looking for a manager. And although I don't necessarily think going for what is essentially an inexperienced manager is the best way to go. I don't think he's going to be received that badly. Um, mm -hmm. However, the new news is that they've just signed Donny van der Beek on loan. On yes. loan and uh, Marcus Rashford has just tweeted out about it saying, uh, go on, brother, show them what you can do. Um, so he's kind of like almost sticking one up <laughs> at anybody at Man United who's not played him by saying, like, show, you know, go and show everybody how good you are at Everton. Um, mm hmm. I think that's a great signing and a great manager appointment. Really, I don't like like I say he's a little bit inexperienced, but yeah, it's interesting times for Everton. This might be enough to get them, dare I say, it safe. I mean, that would be the aim for them at the moment. Mm. I think as much as they should uh, not want to just think of can we stay up this season, I think that's survival's all that they. Want it's what they've been on. left with, isn't it? It's it's pretty much like anything better than survival is a bonus. That's all they've got to cling to at the moment, which yeah, isn't it? it it's shocking, isn't it? Because Everton it is. are one of yeah. about seven teams, I think seven or eight teams that have never been relegated from the Premier League. Yeah. So there's there's that on the line as well. Yeah, mm. it's, uh, it is. It's crazy when you think of like how I say how the mighty have fallen, but they're not they're not mighty. In terms of like they, they've always, but they've always for how many years? I remember like when it's this kind of where it kind of started their downfall in a way. All those years with Moyes, right? And mm -hmm. they kept saying about how like oh you know where are we gonna when are we gonna take that step and become a a team that are, are more than just top eight, and and take that next step to get that next level manager. And then it just since then have gradually declined and declined and declined like I know there's been a couple of seasons where they started a little bit better off like in ended up being like second or third but only really for like you know at a time when it the season's definitely not even slightly over um, bear in mind he's not the only sort of person going in today Deli Alley's also rumoured to be leaving on a permanent to Everton as well um, I was waiting to see if that had come through because I heard that so he was, he was there for going medicals, for a medical still. Yeah. Like, the last update I've got here, hang on a second. Uh, do, 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 do. 40 minutes ago, Deli from Fabrizio Romano, the most trustworthy of sources. Uh, Deli Ali Medical, Everton still ongoing. A long one, yes, but no problem. Normal process, I'm told, uh, still the same that he's going to join Everton. That deal being a free transfer with, if he plays 20 games, I believe it's 10 million, gets passed over. Okay. I think it's, I think it's 20 games for 10 mil. Uh, which, considering the, the lofty heights of when he was valued at 100 plus million, <laughs> I remember those days. Ah, oh, those days. And Tottenham were actually okay. 
like 20 games this there. season. Uh, Can't be. Surely there's not enough. Is there enough games to play 20? Uh, so free transfer. Yeah. And then 20. It's 12 million euros, and bonuses for next year's. It uh, could reach 35 to 40 million, but it depends on Delhi and the team performance. Okay. So if Everton do well and Delhi Ali does well, Spurs get paid. Quite uh, quite simply. So there's there's interesting interesting stuff, but we'll we'll, we'll see what happens there. But moving yeah. on to team of the week, uh, which is mainly going to be based off of the Afcon yeah. situation. I've got uh, what I've got in front of me here is is Afcon and also some South American games in here. Um, mm-hmm. So Footbin's current predictions, obviously. Based off of previous weeks, we've noticed they get about they they get the majority right. There, there's there's some stragglers like yeah. I don't like uh, what's his name Gvardiol that, that don't get theirs, but more often than not they're around the mark. So we've got currently in the starting eleven, we got El Nasiri uh, getting himself an inform, which that's a card that the player of the month last year I did like the look of, and it looks like something that would fit this game and how I play. Although Mers, you might wanna back away from it it does say 62 passing so <laughs> not sure it's for you not sure it's for you definitely uh, we've got Toko Akambi uh, which is normal decent pace uh, although I think he's 3 star 4 star something like 3 star 3 star normally so that would be something more I would shy away from uh, yeah. if I'm, I'd still use it but it's it's also looking like it's going to be on the opposite side it's looking like it's predicted a right mid card So yeah I saw that yeah mm-hmm. Uh, Luis Suarez getting an inform. Uh, that's just gonna be. Let, let's be honest. That's gonna mainly be fodder. Um, but certain people, you know, people that don't care about pace may get a kick out of that. <clears throat> Definitely not me. Uh, Sadio Mane, man who's had a busy week, a worrying week, uh, both in terms of at the Afcon and in terms of well, Luis Diaz being brought in. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. So whether he's, you, you never know, is being replaced short term slash long term. Uh, he did get knocked, legitimately knocked out at the African Cup of Nations and told to play on. So interesting <laughs> situation there. But he has got himself uh, a rumoured team of the week. Uh, we've got Octavio, the Brazilian from Porto. Yep. Talking of Porto wingers. Mm-hmm. Um, Casemiro, Di Maria. Uh, then we go into, and I'm just going to have to zoom in on this name, uh, Hincapi. Hincapia. Uh, he's rumored to be getting one. Uh, the I'm going to say, I, without zooming in on the flag, I'm going to say Ecuadorian. Ecuadorian. Yeah. yeah, it looks like Ecuadorian. Okay, yeah. good. I, I was torn between that and Venezuela. I'm glad my flag knowledge has possibly brought me through because I've just seen there's a Venezuela on the other side, so I'm glad I didn't say it. Uh, so yeah, he's he's there, rumoured to be 80-something pace uh, for Bayer Leverkusen, so another Bundesliga centre-back, give us full Strong back, to Taps it. over. Yeah. Indeed, strong linking to the likes of Taps over. Um, we've got, uh, well, something that won't see use in, apart from very, 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 very niche teams, which is uh, Michele, the, the Club Bruges Belgian centre-back with 65 pace. Uh, an old favourite though coming back a man who round about this time last year definitely this time last year had a headliners card mm-hmm. at right back and that is a James 
Tavernier. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that one's going to be in there. You don't think that one's going to be in there? Okay. They didn't win. Eh, that's true. They that's drew 3-3. Three, three. So, even if, you know... Did get goals and assists, though? Well, no. I know Goldson scored. Yeah. The centre-back. Um, I don't know if he did get goals and assists, but certainly they were, I believe, 2-0 up, and I think that that he game... He picked up man of the match in both matches he played this week, is their ah, reasoning. so there's another... Given. There's another... Yeah. So... That's 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 what they're giving, and obviously with how many limited things are available, that might be enough to just sneak him in. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a a completely defunct position, but a man who has had some interesting cards down the years, uh, also had some very interesting cards for Mexico. Uh, Guillermo Ochoa. Ochoa, yeah. Yep. So obviously the man whose kicks were absolutely massive, and I think one year had something like seventy to eighty pace, if I recall. I'm gonna say FIFA 16, but I'm gonna have to, I'd have to check that. Uh, that's uh, uh, I swear, one year he ended up having like nutty pace. Have you seen that kicking on that card? I see 99 kicking on it. Yes, yeah. so I'm, I'm not. I'm not addressing that that straight up, but that's that would be very very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Guillermo Ochoa possibly, and what's his natural kicking? Yeah, 72 natural kicking. Uh, I'd be interested to see what have they said here. Uh, but... He scored a goal. <laughs> he kicked it. It kicked it straight up. He... Yeah, straight it, up the it's, pitch. It's scored. just there because they're feeling, feeling, feeling dangerous. Yeah. Because the, it, it's the reasoning says absolutely nothing. It's it's like the draw was important for Mexico more than it was for Costa Rica. It, it's very vague. But okay. other than that, like there's there's some players we might recognise from previous years. Uh, there's now looking like a good championship left back in Anthony Robertson uh, Robinson I should say uh, the, the basically the silver player from last year that everyone loved in their Premier League teams is now in championship teams uh, apart from that there's a Burkina Faso goalkeeper Trezeguet who's I think just left Aston Villa actually I know I could be wrong I think he's gone elsewhere uh, Solomon Rondon Rafa Benitez will be very sad to see that as soon as he's gone uh He's found form. No. It may well be for Venezuela, but it's fine. He's, the uh... the Trezeguet one. Yes. I mean, this is the thing, right? So they've got. This makes me think there's something. I don't know if they're going to do something else on the horizon, and they're keeping an eye on the Afcon because that game, right? Yes, mm-hmm. Trezeguet scored the winner, but Mo Salah scored and set up that goal. Right. Yes. So, yep. so the essentially, the the way that gets them through, is Mo Salah scoring his penalty. And mm-hmm. Trezeguet in setting up Trezeguet's goal. So how does Mo Salah, for a goal and assist, get an Egypt through on a game where they weren't favourites, not top, the winner? Is it because we're going to be expecting a like an Afcon winners card or something? If or it's he's and already and in packs and he's it's it's a penalty goal yeah, and assist for a Salah card. That's not just, much at this point when he's already got a headliner that's more expensive than the card he currently has in packs. But does, that's, that's that thing, it. it's that thing again, though, isn't it? It's that thing of like how, like finding ways to justify not giving someone a card when really all things assist, point towards them. Like Andre yeah, Silva but, got something for that, but that's because it's Andre Silva. And yes, I'm <laughs> slamming my own guy here. <laughs> but sorry, when you expect. But when Messi and Ronaldo have to get their informs, they have to normally do it by getting a whole bunch of goals. He didn't. Ronaldo didn't get his inform for scoring two meh goals against Newcastle. So why should Mo Salah get one for a penalty and assisting someone? 
But this is but because it because why, it's why should that gotten, be a thing if two goals against Newcastle doesn't because get it. it has gotten Egypt through to around when they were not even remotely favourites to win that game. That's well, that why. should be in a, that should be in a promo just based around the Afcon then. Yeah, but it's not going to be not going to be in team of the week because of that. But that's why I wonder in if other that's team what the they're, they're going for and turning their nose up at other stuff. They're not going to suddenly go well. Mo Salah needs another special card at the moment. No. Oh, you deserve a raise. That gets more money. See, I can't not, see an not exactly how promo. it exactly works. I can't see an Afcon promo, but I wonder if they're going to bring out like a man of the match card for it or something, because um, or a team of the like I don't know, or man of the tournament card or something. Just, just because it seems weird to one not acknowledge it, but then to ignore, like that just seems to me like a big thing to ignore us all. I mean, they've done it in the past with Afcon. I distinctly remember from FIFA 15. Yes, distinctly remember from FIFA 15 in the same sentence. Um, but <laughs> there was Man of the Match cards for Swansea. No, not Swansea. Sorry. <clears throat> Newly transferred Man City Wilfred Boney. And mm -hmm. there was uh, Man City Perfect Link, Yaya Torre. Yeah. Uh, that were in, in packs at the same time as Man of the Match cards. I remember packing that yeah. Wilfred Boney. Looking at it, it was selling for 200k. Thought, I'll play a couple games of it. Look back, 50k. Yeah. Look back, 20k. I was like, oh, damn. So I, I remember that fondly. Um, yeah, I think they stuff like that happens. Match, yeah. It might be for the final, though. I could not tell you for sure. Uh, but another and that's what I think cards, is more likely to happen. Final. Yeah, more likely. Uh, I will agree on that. But there is there's one more notable card before we get into the burns, the Adakuj, uh Yeah, I can't even bother to pronounce it. Uh, and that's uh, a man who is linked with Burnley this week, Miroslav Orsic. Mm. And it's rumored to be a striker card. Um, the guy has insane card every year. He does. Uh, this this one's predicting what I've said. Night night kicking on a chower, so take it with a pinch of salt. Uh, Ninety-two pace, eighty-five shooting. So looks very very nice. His team of the season card every year is crazy. It is. It really is for the rest of the world. Um, but that pretty much concludes anything relevant in the team of the week. Yeah. Um, and we mainly touched on transfers, so we're just going to transfer over to our Q and A section. Just that. before we get to the Q and A section, oh, don't oh, ruin that. Don't, no, it's so, so perfect. I, I set up a segue for you. He's just literally handed one on the plate, and you ignored all of them. You're turning this down more than Phil Jones does loan moves. <laughs> I just want to say about the man of the match cards. Yeah, there's been man of match cards like in every FIFA for uh, Afcon. Yes, there so, we okay. go. Okay. There should be some again, but it's just a question of when. So, God. all that to ruin a perfectly good segue. Oh, well, <laughs> to that. All right. I'll, uh, I'll, yes. you, I'll, I'll, I'll segue this. My wife no. just delivered me some lemon meringue pie. Ooh. Do we have any questions? Yes, we do have some questions. And uh, unfortunately, it doesn't seem anyone clocked on to the. They're asking them to put a pie question into the Q&A. So I think I'm just going to add that anyway. Because I think we need a food-based question. Because going through the Q&A questions, there's not a single food-based question yet again. It's guys, crazy. Guys, it's what's crazy. going on? Guys, honestly, like, do not eat. Yeah, what's happened? <laughs> what's happened? Like, it was every single week. And now all of a sudden, it's like Christmas is over. Everyone's still probably stuck Everyone's or something full. like that. Yeah. yeah. Still living off of the Christmas dinner. Um, yeah, oh, so only. obviously last week, briefly said about pies and 
favourite parts, but we didn't actually go into too much detail. So yeah, so this week we're gonna say I'm gonna ask, what is your favourite fruit or sweet or savoury based pie, or even or okay. even both? What's your favourite savoury and what's your favourite sweet pie? Brad, can I, can I just can I? so can I just clarify this then? So on is am I is a fruit pie is a lemon meringue pie allowed? Because technically it's not really a fruit filled pie. When you're thinking of like a apple or cherry or, um, I, I would allow it personally. You allow will allow it because to be fair, it is a pie, and there's nothing to say a pie has to be, a like closed top, or anything like that. No, my only yeah, thing sometimes would be you'll is see it in a Plymouth Argyle top. Yeah, uh, good one. I like that. Thank you. Um, yeah, well, the only thing I would say is that the reason I'm asking is because I feel like a pie is something that you could potentially have with both ice cream, if you're a psycho, and custard. Um, and I wouldn't, you, you wouldn't cream, have sorry? lemon meringue pie with, oh, with, I'll just put my feet up. with a custard. What's wrong with so ice sound, cream? Sounds like there's some murmurs here. So it's, huh? it's a dairy-based product. It's just, just like it's just, custard. It's just me. It's just me personally. Like the the. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't want the hot and cold. That's all. I want oh, a hot dessert. Or I want a cold dessert. I don't want half and oh, half. So if I had so my your opinion cold on chocolate fudge brownie. straight from the tin custard, is that is that a problem as well? No. You just said hot what and have, cold. What, what are you having it with? Lemon the, meringue pie. What cold well, or cold? Well, well I, mean, you, I wouldn't have custard with lemon meringue pie. To, it's when? a bit weird if you haven't custard with a lemon meringue. No, no I wouldn't have custard with a lemon meringue pie. Yeah, my yeah. general ones. Yeah, no, sorry, my bad. Me, yeah. me going uh, on the um, trying to create drama. <laughs> Essentially, it'll be a cherry or a apple pie, right? I, mean, I love a cherry pie. Cherry yeah. pies. If we that's what I mean. If we're talking about what pie am I having with custard, I'm having a cherry pie because it's um, my favourite. I, I, don't, I don't think I really want custard with my steak pie. That that's for sure. Well, no, yeah, sure. <laughs> Listen, right? You might you might be Rachel off of Friends, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the meat the trifle, trifle. <laughs> and then peas sautéed with. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen because I don't know if you guys watch binging with Babish, but yeah. oh, actually I think Luke time. does. But Brad, I don't know if you do. No, I don't know. Yeah, so basically he recreates like dishes from TV, and he did the meat meringue. Uh, the, the, the the meat trifle. trifle. Sorry, yeah, I was meat thinking. Around. The meat. Oh, he did actually do yeah. the meat trifle. He, he did yeah. the meat trifle. I've watched someone else That's do the meat trifle as well. Um, yeah. I've, well. I personally watch more sorted food these days than uh, if, if if we're going off with channels that that sort. I, I watch sorted food more than I do binging babish these days, but I mm. do enjoy both. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm more an apple pie kind of guy. Um, that's sort of my my take on a on a, on a nothing sweet. wrong with that. A traditional. My, my savoury one that I have is one my mum makes. Uh, she makes really well. Uh, she she will make a ham, chicken, um, and sort of leek. Leek, yes, get in. Oh, yes. She'll, she'll make something like that, a nice hearty. My brother well. doesn't like pastry, by the way, so this is wow. always a big problem. He always skips this and makes something like a, a breaded chicken sandwich or something. Like What? Yeah, no, he will just... I if mean, he doesn't like what's being served up... Oh, no, no. He, if, he, he, if he doesn't like something that's being served up, he'll just chicken maybe breaded chicken maybe just chicken fillets and make something yeah but i mean say if he said if he said like oh he's not going to have our homemade chicken ham and leek pie 
-hmm. Instead, Mum has taken the filler now and made a, like a stew or casserole with it. Oh, he doesn't part. like stew and casserole. No, no, oh, no, well, no. Then, he then he's, okay. he's not that kind of guy. Okay, he, he's more the oh, yeah. I'm feeling chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets moment. and chips. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, okay. he, he, if he doesn't like something, he will just make that. <laughs> he, wow. Just that, you know. Get the sandwich, a big dollop of salad cream, bang. Wow! Dip all the this, sandwich oh. in the salad cream. That's his kind of take on things. He's, he's all this lovely homegrown, all this lovely home cooked food. He's missing out on. Yep. Well, no, I tell him that. I mean, the thing that I do, I don't even do that. I just ask for something else. Like I'll have something else instead. Liver. When when there's when there's liver, I'm like no. Oh yeah, no. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. It's, it's, it's a controversial one, but I don't. I, I I'm not on the side that likes it. I'm more. Uh, no, I mean either. I'm the side on the fence. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely one of them when it pretty much comes to organs then I'm not I'm, yeah no yeah, I, it's bacon and liver I'm like no I'm not, not on board yeah. like bacon yes just, just, just the bacon bacon no is liver. fine yeah but liver kidneys um, heart haven't, haven't had kidneys uh, haven't had anything like awful no, hag like, no uh, haggis haggis yeah. haven't tried no. haggis yet it's something I'm going to try at some point I am a fan of black pudding though I'm yes. not, oh, no, okay not with black pudding. pudding I love black pudding I can do I, I only had it once. I've only had it once, uh, and that was in the last six months. Like I've been, my parents basically told me stay away from that. I don't have it when I was a kid. I was like, oh, sure. But I'm normally a guy that will, when it comes to food, I'll try something once just to make sure. Like, do I like it if I yeah. don't? Because I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of like seafood and stuff like that. But they were trying to keep me away from that. Yeah, bloody love love seafood. But I've still yet to try some like cockles or anything like See, that. Was... So that's something I need to. I was the opposite as a kid. Like I was like, um, oh, I don't like the look of that. I don't like it. Whereas now, as an adult, I'd be more likely to have a try or something. But definitely, like, because mm. as a kid, that was the, the because that was how it was. I never had stuffing because as a kid, I looked at stuffing oh, and went, out. I went, you know no, I don't like now. that. Now I'm like, what the hell was wrong with me? Why did I not want stuffing? I think like, that's also because the taste buds changing. Yeah, no, potentially as well. It looked, yeah. He looked at it and just went, I, 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 I pretty much did just look at it and think, no, it doesn't look nice. That was it. That was all my, my decision was based on. But yeah, I, to, to take it back though, to savoury, what's your savoury taste? As obviously I said mine's the ham. Uh, oh, that is, no, you, you nailed mine. Yep. Same, yeah? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, if I'm buying one, I'd mainly go for chicken and bacon or a steak and ale or something like that for yeah. a savoury pie. Um, homemade, I'll do chicken, leek. Uh, I don't normally put ham in it. I just mainly just do chicken and leek uh, pie. I also don't do the sides and the bottom. I just do a puff pastry top for okay. mine when okay. I make it at home. Yeah, I mean, one of the one of the local pubs to me around here does the best chicken, ham, and leek pie. And if I go there, it's one of those things where I struggle to order anything else off a menu. Because if mm. I had anything else off a menu and I didn't like it as much as that, I'd be disappointed. I mean, to be fair, another thing I like is not a pie; it's a tart. But um, mm -hmm. is there's something like a ha um, ham, cheese, and broccoli tart is one I like as well. As well, Ooh, my okay. mates, that's a proper nice one. Um, but yeah, those, those are sort of what I'd say are my takeaways on on uh, on, on sweet and savoury pies. I mean, nothing can what? be a bit of pie mash and beans for me. Oh, like, what pie, pie mash and beans is what he said. Beans. Green beans or no baked beans, <laughs> baked beans. Oh, baked the beans, cool back yes. on the green beans. Baked beans. Yes. What? What? Oh boy, he's about to explode. Okay. 
What's wrong with baked beans? Are you going to tell Nothing's me Nothing's wrong with baked beans, but like they don't go with a pie. I'm yeah, hiding behind do. the chair. I'm hiding behind the chair. What? <laughs> How <laughs> do they not go with a pie? A bit of pie, Safe. a bit of mash, a bit of baked beans Luke, on the fork, Luke, Luke. put it in your mouth, yep. nom nom Luke. nom. Yeah. Lovely. Have you ever really had, other than in a nugget form or anything, any scenario where you've had chicken with beans? Not really, no. Nope. I'm so you cannot put bracing. beans with a chicken ham and leek pie, Mez. The only one, the only, the only slight exception I'll allow it is on a steak and ale. But I didn't even say chicken ham and leek pie. I said a chicken no, bacon pie. <laughs> well, even so, there, beans and chicken. In terms of like chicken breast, they do not go. What? They don't go. So you can have chicken nuggets and beans, but you can't have a chicken pie with beans. Because it's different. It's just what? different. Nah, you the can sauce have that beans. you have with a chicken pie, that's a chicken and ham pie, is a creamy sauce. It's not. It, it, it doesn't go with beans. It does. It does go with beans. It definitely does go with beans. Okay, so 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 if you could have your choice of your way to accompany your favourite savoury pie, is mash and beans. Yes. Okay, Luke. Is it safe? Is it safe to come out yet? It's safe to come out yet. Okay, it's off the floor yet. So with your um, with your with the chicken ham and leek pie, what are you have to company? I think just seasonal veg. Really, I don't I don't go too adventurous. Um, yeah, I'd agree. Like, yeah. Sort of sort of like. Uh, I think I think normally we have like the mix of peas and sweet corn, maybe some carrots. Yeah, bit of spring green or or cabbage or something. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Not not on the regular. I'll say that. No, much. I'm not the biggest fan of cabbage, but I do I don't mind it with a pie because the the sauce in that does kind of help for me. I'm, yeah. I think I I've, I've, I for I me cabbage is a bit bland, but I have cabbage uh, with like some pork meatballs. I think Ooh, with, okay. like a uh, that's that's where I think we normally serve cabbage for like. Pork meatballs with like a, I can't remember what the sauce is, but uh, like Swedish meatballs. Oh, nice, nice. We do have meatballs quite often in this household. Um, yeah, so I would probably say if I'm not having like a chips and peas, uh, you know, as a traditional pie, chips and peas, then I'm going yeah, mashing some nice like greeny veg, like like a you know yeah, probably peas, um, spring green broccoli. And yeah, maybe some carrots. But. Are you going as far as gravy with that? Um, so, I am a little bit funny with this because, like, it's if I'm having the uh, chicken, ham, and leek one, then I kind of wouldn't. I'd just if mm. if I could get if I could get given more of the sauce that is in that pie, that's what I would want. Yeah. Um, because I don't want to take a gravy and overpower the, the, the flavor of the sauce. Um. And mm -hmm. and that that doesn't you know that's not with just using it that's using even a chicken gravy because chicken gravies aren't the same as you know the creamy sort of white wine kind of sauce that comes with a chicken pie, um, yeah. but if I'm having a steak and ale then I would I would have some I'd have some extra beef gravy probably with it yeah, mm. but yeah I, I'm certainly nowhere near it as beans, baked beans lovely stuff not, bit. not anywhere near need the extra sauce nope. you know. From that baked beans to go with the mashed potato. Oh, God, you are. Like <laughs> after brace again. I'd start. I'd start, I'd start yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm ready. What's the next question? Gh has asked if you could put one European team in the Premier League. So, for example, move PSG to the Prem. 
what team would you pick and why? So a, a lot of the time there is all this sort of talk like if you moved like a Bayern Munich into the Well, let's talk about the Super League, like weren't they? Not that yeah, long yeah, ago. Yeah. So, you know, like, like... How competitive could they be if you dragged them into like yeah. the Premier League? Cause they say is that Premier... what we want to talk about and not be look at it as, a, as a, an aspect of, well, you know, I'd really like um, Norwich to stay up this year, so I'd put in like someone from the lowest Argentinian you're, you're third division. You're allowed to do that. You, you're um, fully open to, but, to to drag someone like a Spezia in if you want to. Yeah, That's yeah. It. Well, it no, it'd Europe, be even it worse than European that. European team. It said European. It says European. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah so I'd, I'd be going far worse than that. I'd be like um, Segunda League Three in Spain, like whoever's bottom of that league. Um, I will add in Dorking Wanderers from as our local. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm sure Mers no, will take Forest Green Rovers. I mean, it, it's, the thing is, like, it's it's not necessarily a team for me. It's like players. Like obviously at the moment it is going to be PSG because why would I not want to see Messi and Mbappe and Neymar in the Premier League? Like because you want Tottenham to have a chance, a <laughs> slim chance of winning trophies. But you know that's what I mean. Like I want to see players more than I necessarily want to see teams play. Um, so yeah, I think yeah he said he said the team or or you said the team. Mm. I would want to see I want to see what those guys can do in the Premier League because I think I've said it for a long time and and again I hate to no cause up another I don't hate it I love it but I I don't like want to cause another like debate or anything in that but I still like in my opinion feel like Ronaldo outweighs the greatest player in the world conversation for me only because he's played at a really high level in the best league in the world and despite i know that like messi's had like all the accolades and all the achievements that far outweigh ronaldo which says he's the best player in the world i just for me the one thing that would certify it is just coming to the prem and doing just a couple of seasons of madness that's all i want to see um just to solidify that that like for me that would then be there wouldn't be a conversation if he came to the Premier League and just tore it up for two seasons, there wouldn't be a conversation anymore. It's answered. But yeah. for now, I think that's the reason there's a conversation. Because Ronaldo tore up the Premier League when he was here. Not so much now, but then that's because not only is he a lot older, but also Man United are absolutely trash right now. And I would just uh, raise the counterpoints. He's saying Messi should go over there. Uh, if you remember, Messi's only one year younger than Ronaldo. He's, what, 35? Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So... I would love it. I would love it. I would love it. But I don't think it would ever happen. I think if it was going to have happened, it would have happened when he moved to PSG. Correct. Um, yeah. Because that was the time. Way. Yeah, moved to City and done it. Um, instead, I think he moved to PSG in view of the thing that he maybe will go back to Barcelona. And I've heard a few things like around the globe about his like wife and family not being happy in France and stuff. So I think it will eventually be back to Barcelona when he can afford... Well, I mean, he probably can afford it now, but to not have to have such expensive wages um, but it won't be right now you'll see out mm. his career there we know that much but technically speaking I think he could afford to do it right now because you got to I, think, could, I mean he could he could but the sponsorship deals would easily like pay well it's, it's, I think way. it's less on, on his part um, obviously yeah. PSG would not let him go blah blah no. blah yeah. it's the fact that there would still be some wages to cover not just gonna, he's not going to have to yeah. pay for free just to yeah, prove yeah. every all the haters wrong no, exactly, like, and and money does run out. In my opinion, he is like, the world's best. Yeah, like he he is better than Ronaldo in my personal opinion. The yeah. stuff you see him do with the ball, you can't see anyone else really mm-hmm. do. Yep, 
and and and, is, and, and I would never so I can't disagree with you but I just think that for me the reason I I view that is just because I have seen at first hand what that guy is like in the Premier League and it's just you know and there'd be some people that will controversially say they don't think the Premier League is the best league in the world but I then you know That's I disagree I think <laughs> that considering that you know on any given day any team at the bottom of the Premier League pretty much can go out and beat a top team yeah that to me says you know that we've got the best league in the world it's, it's I mean, most Levante, competitive. Domi- Levante dominated Real Madrid for a couple of seasons yeah yeah I mean you get the odd occasion though with those leagues whereas I think like the, the Prem is more competitive as a a whole like near the top of the yeah. table near mm. like w- where everyone has that competitiveness like there's never always a guarantee like week in week out like yeah okay yeah man city obviously is a bit to, to the to the point on that with with how chelsea were in the relegation zone under jose Mourinho, with yeah. how yeah. everton are currently on the brink yes yeah in yeah. january and this is, and Something it's like, like and this is why, this is why that phrase about the like cold, rainy night in Stoke, you know, like this is where that comes from, because it's just a different, it's a different everything. It's not just a mm. different league. It's a different style of defenders. Like we know that if Messi comes to the Premier League, he will spend most of the time on his ass. It's because he will get put on his ass by big defenders and defenders that won't take, you know, any of his rubbish. Yeah. You know, I say rubbish, but it's skillful play, and that's, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's but, but essentially, like that is what will happen. But it does mean, yeah, of course, he'll then draw in more fouls. He'll get a lot more fouls. He'll probably score a lot of free kicks, and that's the reason I like. Yes, this is why I want to see it happen. I want us just, just mm. please, just one season, just come and like if you if you're now like if your family aren't happy at PSG now and you're still not able to go back to Barca. Just come to Man City. Just, I know people yeah. don't want you to go to Man City, but please just come one season. Like, bring Aguero back as well, so the guy actually gets to play with his idol. The man's tired. I know. I know. And that, that's, and that, that's, no, that's I've got no. I've got no doubt that's what tipped him over the edge. To to, yeah. to then counterpoint, I mean, there's many. Firstly, why would the family want to leave sunny France if they're not happy to go to rainy Manchester? <laughs> uh, which, by the way, I am going to rainy Manchester probably in the next couple of weeks, but that's about that um, but then you've got the, the fact that Messi has scored an outrageous number of goals against Premier League teams home and away in the Champions League mm-hmm. oh yeah against a variety of Arsenal Tottenham Chelsea United City I'm sure he scored plenty against all of them so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying if, that's, that's if what I mean I'm not to, setting if, up if a, a to, debate if you want him to arrive in a new league just to then pop up and go yeah, no, we've seen how you can do it against the big six, but I want to see you play Burnley. Yeah. Come on now. Like, that's not the games you're going to realistically be watching of Messi. But also, you don't forget, though, this is that's, we're talking Champions League there. And mm-hmm. look, at, look at what Ronaldo's done for Man United in the Champions League this season. Mm-hmm. But look what he's done day in, day out in the Premier League. Mm. Nothing in comparison. Like Pretty some people much, do yeah. come alive for the competition. Well, and also it's the the, the play style as well. Like Champions League, teams are a bit yeah, it's more different. open. Yeah. Whereas, in like yeah. your Burnleys are going to sit back and just defend, defend, defend. Like not necessarily yeah. trying to give Messi the room to like do his fin- fine dribbling around players. Obviously, he'll probably still do it. 
but obviously once you pissed off that like embarrassed that Burnley defender he's probably going to go right that's it I'm going to go fucking two I'm going through you yeah, yeah. basically I'm, I mean at that point surely someone in either La Liga or, or Ligan will have done that at some point already surely mm. there's going to be hotheads there's good uh, he's come up against Pepe and Marcelo and the likes and Sergio Ramos. Oh yeah, and Ramos all at I mean, Real Madrid. I've got no doubt where a lot of Ramos red cards would have come from. So the aggression in that back line for Real Madrid from probably 2010 through 15 would have just kicked at him constantly. Yeah. There's a reason why Ramos has the most red cards in La Liga. Yeah. Like he's already faced people that will kick the hell out of him, and they've got a lot more skill. Than Burnley, so why does he need to come just to get lumps kicked out of him by Burnley, who might not even be in the league at this point? So then, who's the whipping stick at that point? Who's who's the Burnley slash Stoke equivalent in the Premier League once they're gone? Any any takers? Who who's the next most harsh team? Leeds, don't think yeah, so. Yeah, probably maybe. Diego Villa, Lorente. Villa, Luka Palace, Dean. Palace with what Anderson. Mitchell, um, who's the Chelsea loney, and then I can't remember the right back either, which is terrible for me. They're not exactly as much of a physical team as they used to be. They're being reinvented under Vieira. There's not really many of these tough British teams left in the Premier League. So putting on our idea of wanting to get Messi in the Premier League. I'm (laughs) I'm just trying to make it realistic that it's not going to be as physical and as painful as you make it out to be. With Burnley most likely getting relegated. Veghorst is going to stop that from happening. Yeah. He may well do, but apart from. Right, so looking at teams in the Premier League, who's who's going to rough him up? West Ham. West Ham will rough him up. Oh, yeah, maybe. That's that's the one. Van Dyke at Liverpool. Oh, wait, he can do that in the Champions League. No, 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 no. Um, no, It wouldn't be a Liverpool. It wouldn't, yeah. Wouldn't be Van Dyke. I'm trying Maybe to Chelsea. I'm trying, I'm trying to play. He's played Thiago Silva many a time. No, it wouldn't be a top. I wouldn't say top six team. It has to be like one of the normally, like. It's not going to be Brighton. Half maybe. The, I'm trying to. Fit. It could it's also be Brighton. someone it's who's going to get promoted it's not be as well. It's like maybe Wolves. Wolves might be it. Mm. Yeah, Newcastle Wolves probably going down, or they're changing. So Newcastle. Maybe, but they're going to get actual good centre backs instead. Yeah, they're, they're, they're changing their style. Watford anyway. are probably going down. Norwich, let's be honest, based on lack of investment and the investment at the bottom, they could be going down. It's Brentford. There's maybe? not many teams that will be the cold. Nothing. Brentford, maybe. Maybe Brentford. Like you're, we we got two, maybe, and one of them's a current top six team. But that's just how West Ham play. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's not really this aura of cold, rainy night in Stoke anymore. Let's get that myth out of here. All right, so Messi was signed for someone in the championship. I mean, go- going back to the original question, two teams I would personally would like to say <laughs> is uh, mainly because of their transfer policy normally, which Why is Bayern and Juventus. And obviously Don't most of their transfer policy is buying up talent from the rest of the teams in the league. Obviously, to stop them from being as competitive. Um, so I would wonder how that would work in the Prem for like those two particular teams, because 
obviously the top six would be like, yeah, we're not going to necessarily sell to you unless obviously you cough up the cash. Because obviously mm -hmm. you just got to look at like Tottenham in the summer to Man City, for instance, with Kane, obviously. But then, obviously, that's just Levy as a whole, isn't it? He, he would, yeah. uh, he always holds out. So I'd wonder how they would handle their transfer policies if they were in the Prem to try yeah. and be competitive. Because they could buy up the talent for the smaller teams, but obviously that doesn't necessarily make them as competitive. Like, would they still be able to be, you know, would they be able to win the league if they were in this, in the Prem? I mean, based off of Juventus, this yeah, I think so. They put up a fight. Juventus less so much, but yeah, um, I think Bayern. Juventus's yeah. transfer policy is less. Like obviously, Vlahovic is the recent turn up for the books, like him and Ronaldo. Yeah. But they're mainly free transfers. That's that's mm. new. That, that that's their transfer policies. Yeah, they they get a whole bunch of people either dead cheap. Zakaria, um, Weston McKenney came in fairly cheap, I think, from Schalke. Um, free transfer with Rabio, free transfer with Ramsey, free transfer with a couple of others that don't spring to mind yet. Like they're they're more shrewd, barring Vlahovic, which that might pay off for them. They're they're in a sort of desperate situation. They want to get into top four, which shouldn't be a thing they're saying as Juventus. Mm -hmm. But Chiesa as well. More the free what was Chiesa as well? Yeah, that was mm -hmm. a loan that was uh, then being made permanent mm -hmm. from Fiorentina. I'm gonna say it was where he was before. Um, um, yeah, yours. But for, for for what I've got here, my one is also based on transfer policy. I thought you were going to say this when you said one of them. You said Bayern Munich. I've got BVB. I've got Dortmund as the one mm. I'd be interested to see. With how many mm -hmm. shrewd, interesting signings they've got, whether the promoting of the youth, etc. I.e. Bellingham, Sancho developing there. Mm. Uh, they've got exciting prospects. You've seen Marco Royce who's been consistent for many years. They, they've got a good mixture of players that I think yeah. that would be an interesting one to see where they'd slot in, whether they'd be fighting for top four, whether they'd be there or thereabouts. I think, the, be up, be, up, up, I think they'd be up in that top six. They would they? be, because their they'd style be, of play be, as well. Because their style of play reminds me of like um, Arsenal under Wenger, where it was all about like all-out attack and just trying to outscore the opposition Create. essentially yeah, yeah. Mm. it's all about attack so it would be they would have a very nice style of football it would be a very interesting like games that you'd see in this country I think they would fit very well in the Premier League personally a uh, bit of Dortmund mm. I'd love to have that yeah that'd be good that's, that's, that's and competitive like you say yeah it's yeah. semi-competitive they don't just walk it they could contend yeah um They've, they've proven they can hang nearby on someone like a Bayern. They've not won it since Klopp left, etc. But mm, yeah. they've been they they were favourites. I think at certain points in the last couple of seasons uh, they were ahead and they fell off. But yeah. It'd be interesting. Obviously, transfer policy still would be I think just as effective of picking up people on the cheap yeah. and then developing them into great players. Yeah. Um. I, I think I think Dortmund would be probably an ideal one. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Uh, I think that's going to be it for the Q&A this week because uh, we're getting on with the recording. Mm -hmm. So we yes. obviously, if you want to submit your questions, please feel free to join the Discord. Link is in the description down below. So feel free to click on it and that should bring you into the Discord. If it doesn't work, 
please feel free to come on to Twitter or something like that and DM either the FSB uh, account or one of us three like directly so that obviously we can get that sorted out because obviously we would like to because we love the community you know it, doing this is part of enjoying the community that we're building and yeah. having you guys interact with us and stuff so obviously please feel free to join our discord so you could submit your questions and stuff and obviously try try and get some food based questions in guys right right we had baked beans this week <laughs> Beat beans and pie. You might have. I didn't. <laughs> Actually, well, controversy. I did that one you know, oh, controversy. I haven't, haven't had them in a while. But uh, but yeah, this that's it for this week's episode. Uh, but obviously, we thank you, Brad and Luke, for being on this week's episode. Always Anytime a pleasure. Monday. Never. And we will see you in the next episode, guys. Bye. Bye. Peace out, guys. What up, FIFA Tears, and welcome to another episode of the Three Foot Tears podcast. And obviously, it wouldn't be an episode of the podcast without my collabs, Luke and Merz. How are you doing, guys? Doing good, I'm thank you. doing fairly well. And, um, yeah, we're going to start off this week with talking about, obviously, the ongoing promo that is Team of the Year. But more importantly, as we did cover Team of the Year a little bit last week, the Honourable Mentions. Now... There's been a few. I personally, if you've seen my monumental pack opening where I opened over two days, over 160 packs and didn't get a team of the year, um, I did pack myself a Mendy, but it does seem like after watching a few videos on YouTube that a lot of the packs were Mendy packs. Um, you guys, what do you think of the honorable mentioned players? Should we go through them first? Yeah, let's, let's yeah. go through them individually. So, Team of the Year honourable mentions are Mohamed Salah, Bruno Fernandes, Erling Haaland, Karim Benzema, Anthony Rudiger, Leon Goretzka, Lataro Martinez, who's an SBC, I think. Yep, correct. Uh, Edouard Mendy, Insigne, Alaba, Phil Foden, Chiesa, Kunde, Luke Shaw, who is the objectives, Objective. uh, Bonucci, David, and Walker. Um, now, of them, I've seen probably, yeah, I would say. Benucci, Mendy, and Insigne have been the most common packed ones. What about you guys? Well, uh, I've packed Benucci and Insigne, so so there you I've, go. That... I've packed David uh, on two accounts. Oh, okay. Um, I I think he's the most common in my opinion. If you ask about like outside of Edward Mendy, who I did get on one of my accounts. Yeah. Um, let me have a look. Just see on this account what I've got. I also got. I believe Mendy. I have a David. Al yeah, I have a David Alaba in here. So. Oh, okay. So you had a few different ones. Looks. I've had a few few variances here and so there. So I, I packed three, and I got Mendy twice and Benzema once. Um, yeah. Benzema, obviously, nice in terms of rating, but in terms of money, like, it, you know, yeah, not worth a lot. But then, as we sort of like mentioned a little bit, Merz, didn't you? Like, generally, cards of that nature at the moment are just cheap. Yeah, especially like the team of the year players. The, obviously Mbappe CR7 are in a class of their own like they in terms of price but you look at the defenders last year I think the cheapest defender was Trent he was about 1.1 mil yeah cheapest defender this year is um, Cancelo at 700k but you got three out of the four defenders under a mil this year like it's crazy it shows just sort of a little bit how messed up the market, the market is this yeah. year 
full because uh, it's, it's although it's like recovered in some circumstances for like like the SBCs for like fodder and things especially when it comes to icons and that yeah. it's still not recovered in terms of like those players that you would buy that are usable that are good promo players mm. like we and or, or like at the start of the year when we said about like what players were meta like mm. Joe Gomez and things like that you know we we were saying about how like that t same time last year when a player was I think he was like when we looked maybe about 9k he was like 50k or something yes. in the previous year and still like that has kind of been the thing isn't it with the exception of like the two highest maybe promo card players being in the sort of million bracket or million and a half bracket everybody else has been relatively like affordable i mean i suppose the only thing is without there being um without there being sort of coins to sell players for because they're so cheap then it means coin balances aren't as high um as people would maybe have but still you can buy most players i think this year yeah i think it boils down yeah. to that minimum rating guaranteed that you have in pretty much nearly every single pack i think that's yeah it's why... definitely played a part this year hasn't it yeah 100 because i think um looking at the odds as well for like packing the team of the year i don't remember ever seeing the pack odds on an ultimate pack ever being higher than one percent in previous years for a uh, packing the team of the year but this year, you've seen it actually go... I think at one point, it even went as high as 1.3% chance of packing. Well, the, the, uh, it's no, currently disagree. at 1.9. Oh, oh, you're, you're thinking wow. 100k pack. You're thinking 100k pack. The 1.3, yeah, 1.4 was 100k. currently say they're 1.9. Yeah, I don't even recall it even being that high of a percentage. I think it always was like under 1%. I think it's mainly because Donnarumma being like... 220 odd k whereas in like last year Neuer was about 400k i think he was yeah i think he was about 400,000 coins yeah i mean, when i remember when i got him in the episode of luke i'm pretty sure he was still 400k at the time yeah mm -hmm. so it sort of shows the goalkeeper being half the price but i mean some of these cards look insane don't they i mean we were they talking do. i was saying to you guys about um in the episode of pack to the future that we just did guys you should go and check that out if you haven't seen it already on youtube mm -hmm. um we did the new 81 double upgrades that come out on monday and um yeah we i said like the one player that i would actually quite like to pack not just because it'll be a strong link to my mendy but also he looks insane is rudiger and actually like people have talked obviously about this the, the varan sbc and how you know he's an end game card for that price but Surely, like you look at this, and surely Rudiger looks like an in-game centre back as well, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. If you look yeah. at individual in-game stats as well, you see a lot of yeah. them. Uh, I've got the card up now: ninety-seven jumping, ninety-six strength, ninety-seven acceleration. Uh, acceleration, love that. Uh, <laughs> aggression uh, on a six-foot-three person. He's gonna dominate aerial threats. Yeah. Until the cows come home. When I say, um, he avoid has saying etc. Ninety-nine defending with a shadow card and. And, and 95 off. pace. Yeah, yeah, that's insane, like, right? So you aren't going to see that on... out defending insanely good physical stats. Like you probably won't see that on many like team of the season cards this year when they come out. No. Well, you, unless obviously they're the top tier like centre backs. But yeah, because the, obviously there's sometimes those 88 rated like centre backs and stuff. Sometimes. Well, yeah, but unless yeah. like unless you get like a Gavardiol like gets yeah. a team of the season this year like he isn't going to have that sort of pace oh yeah like generally like well, that he's, that he's... Have, but he won't have 
No, Gavardio will, but I mean, what other, yeah. other ones won't? Say, like, right. a Serbi got a team of the season, they're not oh, going to yeah, suddenly yeah. give him 90 pace, you know? Um, I mean, still that's the, be the strange font. things that have happened. Look, look, at, look at Jose Font last, last year, for yeah. example, not etc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you've got that situation where he ended up going from, what, 30 to 40 pace? To yeah. About 76. Like, yeah. they're, they're winning to, it's obviously not 90, but. 76 pace is still very respectable this FIFA I've been an advocate for this a long time I still don't believe pace is that King. insane it's yeah. still it's it's something that you're not going to scoff at and you want quicker players if you have them but anything that's for a centre back specifically that's around the 75 to 80 region you can get away with in my opinion um, so looking at Christensen yeah as long as you're good at defending really is the thing isn't yeah. it that's the more key thing Exactly. So you you got a lot of options this year. Obviously, the the, uh, the Sar card that came out recently is still a very good card. Like it doesn't obviously compare to that Rudiger too well. No, but it's a nice but, strong link for free. Exactly. So you got squad building options, and yeah, that's what, that's what you always be sort of want. Fair. I'm just looking at that Rudiger card, and it says he's got a plus twenty two on his acceleration versus his base card. Very interesting. Yeah, he's got plus 25 on his balance, plus 21 on his agility. So it looks like this year, EA are on promo cards, because we've already seen it a fair few times already with promos this year. They certainly seem to like jacking up certain like in-game stats for slightly Well, I mean, you look, at, you look at Jorginho, like, he was the one, weren't he? But then, yeah. the, arguably, the thing about him was people saying, like, well, he deserved his team of the year, so it's EA's way of making someone who's got a deserved team of the year being usable rather than it be oh yeah he deserves his team of the year but by the way you're still not going to be able to use him in the game kind of thing mm. not like a Tony Cruz every single time but yeah. what what mm. you also notice of Jorginho bringing up him topically is they also gave him 4 star 4 star compared to his natural 3 yeah. star 3 star so actually the fact that they're now changing stuff like mm. that with team of the years now as well is yeah. something you don't I think I don't recall ever seeing a team of the year have a skill moves or a uh, no. weak foot boost so. and, that, and that kind of makes like it think like oh well actually although team of the season does kind of bring towards almost the end of the game there could be some really lovely cards to see at the end if they bring some 5 star 5 stars into some that had 4 stars and things you could end up like yeah it could just be a nice part of FIFA right at the end that you've got some overpowered cards mm. Mm. just think that could have been Luis Diaz if he didn't go to Liverpool in, in the case <laughs> yeah I mean yeah. same if it had gone to, if it had stayed at Porto is what I'm implying um, even if it had gone to Tottenham as well he still wouldn't have got it but any any of these uh, honourable mentions here that sort of you want to wanna pack if you're not going to get a team of the year to be used in your team oh, I think there's a fair, fair few because these, these quite, look quite good like Chiesa for instance yeah Chiesa looks him. nice as well Gretzka yeah. Uh, obviously Rudiger as well I'd happily accept I mean I, m- I might even be tempted to even use Koyende even though he's under 6 foot tall it's that Merchant Merz uh, prepared to use <laughs> something that goes that against Merchant his Merchant Merz willing to, willing to yield willing to yeah. compromise F- Foden as well Merz. would you right. yield for Alaba would I yield for Alaba Pro- he doesn't quite as good like because oh, but, but Merz he's got 17 more passing than Kunde yeah but I the thing I don't like about Alaba is the medium, medium. So. Hmm. That, 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 yeah, that can be a little bit of an issue sometimes. Uh, I like a hard defensive He's only got one yellow rate. stat on the card, though. 
Mm. Yeah. That's finishing. That's pretty good, isn't it, for a centre back? Green all round. Only only one star, as I say, is, is not a green, and that's that's finishing. Um, so that could easily just be converted into a DM. I know a lot of people uh, like to play DMs at centre back instead, so that yeah. could be a straight swap. Um, I mean, They've for also example, made this, this Dennis more as well. They've jack- mm-hmm. jacked up his agility and balance. He's gone up well, by I mean, plus sixteen uh, balance and plus fifteen agility. So, yeah, you are definitely trying to uh, do stuff with promo players. That was kind of nice to see on Harlan's front, though, because like at the start, everyone like seeing his his card thought, "Cool, he's got that big upgrade this year. He's going to be really good." And then he just turned mm-hmm. into fodder instantly. Um, mm-hmm. I so actually, because as soon as people realised that like he wasn't not the meta, because there wasn't necessarily like you say a meta for pace or anything at the start of the game but it's just more the body type made him not as desirable as other players mm-hmm. um, yeah it just meant that he didn't get used as much and certain, found himself to be 27k within like you know a few weeks of the game coming out um, yeah. I mean here's a sign of the times actually if you look at honourable mentions Kyle Walker when yeah. in any FIFA ever at January is a Kyle Walker special card worth less than 100k yeah, I, uh, I, I saw, I saw. I know um, it's not a centre back, but I didn't have any clue back. about his price. And then I saw Pi pack him, and because I saw how much he didn't get gassed about packing him, I thought, oh, well, this is weird because I would have thought this card is like three hundred k. And yeah, I was very shocked. Not gonna lie. Also, thoughts on obviously, I know Liverpool fans listening will be absolutely furious that Trent has been snubbed in not just the main team of the year but the honourable mentions as well so thoughts on Trent missing out that that, um, that is deserved a bit of a or... joke to be fair that is a little bit of I a wonder joke. whether there's an SBC still on the horizon but who knows doubt it I highly doubt probably it probably not at this point now because no. we're only what three days left of the promo yeah mm-hmm. um, so yeah I'd probably it's probably point of fact it might I don't even know if I've got a countdown but it might even end Wednesday and they get ready for the new promo no um, d- no, it ends on Friday I think cause it does it, end on Friday does it uh, yeah, three so days get, 21 hours rewards. is what I've got shown up now it does say that does it right okay so it looks like they are going to maybe go straight into um, straight into the yeah. next promo I think it's because people wanted the end of season rewards and team of the year to just for that little extra opportunity to try and get a team of the year player because I thought it was going to yeah. end before the end of the season rewards, but then it's a bit weird as well the fact that they've had this going on for more than a week with the full team in. Because I swear to God, they always ended it on Sunday. I think it like was... oh, they they do they yeah you're no you're absolutely right on that front. But there's there's this certain dairy product that they're, they're trying to get a lot of this year, and that's milk. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they're trying to milk. <laughs> The we, did, we, did, we did call it early on, didn't we, when we said about how many promos there was going to be, and, we, and we've not been the wrong money so far. So it's the fact it's the fact they're extending their biggest money maker. Yeah, is just that little bit more just to drive that wedge in that tiny yeah. bit more. Has the lightning rounds ended though? Or they yes, uh, they only open over the so. weekend, don't they? Yeah, so yeah, they didn't at least do they didn't do that, but they, I mean they have still stuck ultimate packs in. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. Talking as I as I did try to help segue it um, yeah, several times to Mers about the new promo. Oh yeah, there is a new promo, of course. Yes, new promo <laughs> yes. going to be 
I was about to say Silver Stars for a second there. I mean, that could be an interesting promo to have. But I suppose in some ways, Future Stars is kind of a bit like a Silver Stars promo because obviously a lot of these cards tend to be silver players or even a couple of bronze players upgraded to gold cards, special cards. So, yeah, obviously, I'm not going to go into details because leakers have spoiled, like, who is going to be in it, but I'm not going to go into that. I'm just going to talk about the Winter Wild Cards-esque um, swaps that they're doing again. So that's good. So 25 tokens that you can redeem. So the mm -hmm. stuff that you can redeem it for, where it is, here it is. So you've got, for two tokens, you can get a a rare players pack. Now, I apparently have heard that that's a double uh, rare players pack. A so double. you get two for the price of one. But it doesn't say it there, though. It only says one on the screenshot that I've got here. Uh, then for free tokens, we've got the 81 to 89 times 10 player pack again. Then for five, we've also got the ultimate pack. But this time out, unfortunately, there is not going to be a kit review from uh, Luke this time. Sadly not. Because That's they sad. haven't got the Future Stars kit or anything like that for five tokens. Terrible so, behavior. Uh, then for eight tokens, they've got the first of a Frimpong's card. So for eight, an 86 rated version of him. For 12, you get a... Future Stars Team 1 pack. So, obviously, I'm guessing there's going to be two teams for Future Stars because it normally is. But this Indeed. is just apparently for just Team 1. Then, for 12 tokens, there is the second version of Frimpong, which is the 88 version. Both are right-back cards. So, obviously, if you don't want to necessarily go for the packs and you want a Dutch right back or you want a Bundesliga right back then obviously that would be a good card to go for because to be fair at the moment the only options in Bundesliga right back wise are Mukulele's Road to Knockout and Mbabu's uh, Fire and Ice card so not great amount of options but that will add to that then for 15 tokens we have the return of the 85 plus times 10 player pack so, got a good chance, hopefully, of getting a pro player in that if you uh, redeem the 15 tokens. Then for 20, and this card looks quite good, Gallagher. He's had an amazing season, so definitely deserves has, to yeah. have a Future Stars card. I kind of wish that he'd be in the main team, to be fair, but he's a token for 20 tokens, though. So, obviously, you could do that, the 89... 81 to 89 and rare player and then for 25 tokens we have a future stars team one pick which is going to be a choice of one of three players so you know if you really want to if you like a particular person in that team one and you really want to go for that 25 tokens player pick then obviously good opportunity to try and get something that's really good but at the same time with previous promos and looking at some of the cards and how the price difference between like the low end and the t uh, high end like you might end up getting free 50k players in it or something so what do you yeah. guys make of the swap rewards um I, mean, I like the i like the the idea of that gallagher thing because i think it kind of encourages you thinking that like if you really really want him then you'll 
go to those tokens and and get him like i know it was different for me because i didn't think i was going to get enough for the for the player pack which i probably would have gone for in the end but obviously i did daka um mm. who is in my yes. team and like he's insane i, I love using the, the card but i i think like it's just a nice i think it's a nice touch to be able to do that to get a, a player that you like because either you like have watched him this year and you've enjoyed him and you want to now see what like a a nice juiced up version of his card in game is going to be like but ultimately i do think i mean people just tend to choose packs don't they people love a pack mm. and the picks That's the true. pick one will be interesting um because you know there's there's inevitably going to be based on what we've seen this year some uh less afford let's say let's say yeah affordable less desirable future stars and i get you know it's, it's, let's face it you're not is it going to be like the hero upgrade started off really well for everybody then suddenly Janola didn't pop up anymore yeah it's, it's, if, if, if people did enough of that and learned from that I don't think that that will get chosen much I mean there is another it's thing to one. factor in with that player pick if not looking at how EA have done a lot of the player uh, picks and some uh, some of the mistakes they did like with icon swaps obviously that's true knows Boy, very yeah. well yeah, with yeah. that they might That's end the up main beneficiary of that. They might make I, a mistake with it, experience. and you get two, two people. The, the only two problem icons. is though. The only problem is though. The likelihood of them messing it up is that you're just going to get the gold rares, or the non-gold commons, or whatever of the player. Whereas on the icons, at least you still got an icon. Mm. I I loved having two icons, especially when one of them was alright. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, you did luck out. I did luck out with the Laurent Blanc, but um, my 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 take on it is. Jot's interesting. Two of the uh, two of the players from them are actually Bundesliga fullbacks. Did, did you look at last time? Did you look at last time with uh, was it Gunter Christian Gunter? Yeah, Gunter. Yeah, he yeah. got the uh, he got the one in winter wild cards. This time we have Frimpong. Uh, Frimpong. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe there's not many good fullbacks in the Bundesliga generally. Is, yeah. is something I'll say because uh, you've got Schulz on one side, as I say, and then then Davies. And yep. you sort of clutching at straws, Iago, etc. Um, but I'm I'm tempted to get, to do both versions of Frimpong and compare them because that's what I do. I compare players or I review players. Mm-hmm. But after that, I'm, I'm still up in the air because I'm tempted to do all of like do multiple accounts basically. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to go as many of. See, you're lost now. There's not a kit, aren't you? I'm not lost. No, no. It just means I'm just going to do other fit. Not, not remotely lost. I'm, I'm guessing um, when you say you're doing friend pong, that's take one on one account and one on the other account. Correct. Do, yeah. yeah. Two, two on one account. That'd be crazy. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I haven't actually seen a leak for the team yet, which is uh, rather refreshing. Oh wait, um, I've just read. Apparently, there's 28 tokens, not 25. So, yes. So you could get Gallagher that's... and Frimpong if you're just interested in players. So, so that's there's okay. so many options, uh, which sadly I am considering doing this on all my accounts, which that is very painful, considering I know that means that I've got to get 84 separate tokens. <laughs> I mean, luckily it's not... A, it, you will have a couple of objectives, but luckily it's mainly linked to SBCs predominantly, so... At the moment, it's, it's linked to at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's the other thing that I I I don't. It's not that I don't like it, but I think it's a little bit sneaky. They're like, 
I feel like they hide tokens and as much as you can hide a token but like um, there's one obviously in the Maldini loan so a lot of people won't do the loan icons because they don't like they're on RTGs and don't want to waste their um, you know their players for it and stuff I know that like some of the uh, tokens are going to be in SBCs regardless anyway but I just think that's a little bit sneaky like I mm -hmm. hadn't seen uh, the tokens yet and I heard from a YouTuber that like you needed to do that loan SBC to get one of your tokens and I thought oh I don't know if I would have noticed that if it hadn't been for the fact that I've seen this video like I don't see it advertised very well anywhere yeah. that mm. you know you need to do this because this has a, to a hidden token in it and I think they did it with uh, a few of the objectives didn't they in the wild cards like mm. it was like oh you need to Correct. do this particular objective um, on you need on... to do the team's objective yeah uh, for example the Rooney yeah. it was Rooney versus someone Henri I'm going to say uh, you oh do, yes, yeah. They had to do that teams. It was in the each of the weekly objective players. Yeah, um, silver stars, I think, as well. Yeah, was it, yeah. Yeah, so I just it think was, it was in everything. I just think it's a little bit sneaky because, but then at the same time, the encouragement, I suppose, is to play the game like in all the different ways there are SBCs and objectives and that. So I, 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 I think I get it, but I just think. I don't know. It's just it seems to have uh, lost a little bit of transparency, um, mm -hmm. where like you'd be annoyed if it weren't for the fact that there are going to be a few token surplus. You'd be annoyed if you missed that one, uh, that one that you needed because you didn't see you had to complete, you know, uh, the objective of score five finesses with an Argentinian team or something. You know, like. Yeah. Which you know they're no, they're never that difficult. I remember like I think one of to get the token. I think you could do it on squad battles, so it's not like it was Sounds a difficult right. token to get. But it's just yeah, not not out and out saying this is where this token is. Um, they could just be a little bit more open about it, open like, transparent. But it's 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 not going to ever be like that. Let's be honest. Okay, no. yeah, would rather people. It's not a bit more get like a treasure hunt. Yeah. yeah, just to no, warn we'll, you, we'll those I've just attention. read. That there will be one token available within squad battles, so mm. talk about hidden yeah, ones. So that will People probably, might not that see. That probably will that. be like you've got to keep an eye out for like the featured team thing or something. Like you've got to beat the featured team that week. I don't I know don't about know. you guys. When I do my squad battles, I don't play the featured team. The tier rewards, so you might just have to get like it might even be the bronze tier as well. But I think I'm just guessing you just got to play some squad battles, and then when you get your weekly reward it would just be in that rather than play the squ uh, the squad battle team Maybe. or something like that because that would be t in the objectives rather than on the squad battle screen because it specifically says within squad battles rather than yeah. saying because it that does say that it, squad builder that makes challenges me think that it will be objectives. play the featured team yeah. I reckon maybe they'll yeah, maybe they'll I think there's a strong chance of that I, maybe I they could Maybe they could end up um, like getting one of the future stars to pick their team, and you've got to play the, uh, uh, the team oh, wait, or something. Sorry. Oh, oh God! They're doing it again, what? and 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 be offered in a pack in the foot store during the future stars campaign. Yeah, and this is the I one mean, I didn't like because that, that pack was not cheap. It, it's that just was a ninety thousand coins. Yeah, or three hundred. People know to expect that at this points. point. 
Yeah, that was what we said when we last time they did it. It's like it was it was ninety thousand coins or it was FIFA points that wasn't an equal amount that you could just buy. So you had to buy more in order to get it. And that obviously a lot of people that don't wanna like I say again, RTGs, and I'm not talking about RTGs like YouTubers RTGs that do it for fun because they do it for a living. They play the game for a living. That's different. I'm talking about Once like I'm talking about like a 15 year old who has an RTG because he doesn't have a job or anything and can't afford to put money on the game. Or if he mm. has put money on the game, it's birthday money or something like that. Mm. Having to spend 90,000 coins of his money on um, a pack just to get the token he needs for his. I just don't. Yeah, that's, I don't like that. That's that, that. Don't need to be there. They could put that token somewhere else. They could. Yeah. They could oh, no. They want money. <laughs> Start a gov count, uh, petition campaign. Yeah. To get the, get I don't have the. I don't have the legs like Danny Aaron does to try and campaign to get someone out of FIFA. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I need to start stepping up the campaign on Andre Silva. To be honest, uh, that, yeah. that's that's needed. Um. But. Yeah, honestly, I think I like Future Stars, Stars as a promo though. Promos, is, yeah, I like it as a promo. One of the better ones that we all because it's the one saw. year that you don't get like the same players. Every time, it's always different players. So yes. for that, I love for that, I love it. Like, mm. and I, I can't believe what I'm about to say, but I'm uh, I, I'm, I'm wanting an Arsenal player to get on. I'm intrigued know. about what the stats will look like for a certain player within the promo. I, mean, I don't yeah, want to say any think... names, but like the stats of the card on the normal yeah. card is like really atrocious. So I mean, I've seen the leaks, so I, I don't know the stats, but I I know who's getting one, and there are a couple I'm excited for. Um, but then, but then, like we said, with specifically for past and presence, I need uh, certain player upgraders. We've seen skill move upgrades, weak for upgrades, and also. Um, you know, massive juicy stats on some of these cards. So, why not do it for some of the future stars? You know, they they could be, there's going to be some. They aren't going to be atrocious future stars cards when they can make some more milk. Uh, we do move on to the January transfer window. So, having a look at some of the major names that have moved. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Have you got any particular favourites? I know Murs doesn't. Um, about players that have moved. In, in sort of this sort of window anything you're excited for Brad um, um, I'm keen, anyone I'm, I'm like keen on seeing or? Kulisevsky because obviously mm -hmm. again a former future star and yeah like yeah I don't know it's one of the things where like when you see a player that you don't really see if you know what I mean so this is, that doesn't make sense but what I mean is if you when you see a player on FIFA that you don't really see play in real life I want to yeah. see what he's like and obviously I'm more likely to see him in the Premier League than Syria, so it'll be interesting. Um, mm -hmm. The same as like, to be fair, I'm kind of keen on both both yours. Like, have you got? Um, uh, did you get Bentancur as well? Correct. Yeah. So Rodrigo like, Bentancur. I remember like Bentancur looking like a potentially really good card uh, some years ago, uh, a really good player. Sorry, I'm talking about him in FIFA terms now. Um, and With then he kind of, as well. and then he kind of just like, I don't know, like went and just end up being a bench player I suppose um, didn't ever kind of what I would say reach full potential so I want to see like what I don't know about that I disagree with you here I'm fairly sure he actually does play he's, he's played for I think about the last few seasons as Benton Core played about 40 games season I could be okay. wrong I remember hearing stats that he played a fair bit and this season 
only I think I think he's third in appearances for a midfielder for for Juve. I think he's played about eighteen games for them. Okay. So he he still plays for them. Yeah, he's so that's what I mean. I don't. He's, I don't just, really he's, see he's a little yeah. bit behind the pecking order of Locatelli and uh, Weston McKenney. Yeah. But I've 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 seen that he's I think the third most used midfielder for them. Okay. So he's he sees use. It's it's not like he's been sitting on the bench the whole time. He does. No, play. it's not like you. It's not like you're signing a player who's like we don't even know whether he can kick a football. Yeah, not not even remotely. Um, yeah. But one one team that's brought in a lot of people is less deadline day and more just round of applause for transfer windows. Aston Villa. Yeah. Uh, obviously yeah. with Coutinho, Lucas Digne. Best sign in the um, window for sure. It's it's definitely up there. In terms of the impact he's going to make to their team. Absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. look, looking at a couple of others, Ericsson's come in to Brentford today, which I'm very happy to see that. I'm, I'm sort of slightly annoyed that Spurs didn't actually offer him. We, we let him train, we helped sort of build up his fitness, but we didn't want to offer him anything, which I feel we should have at least offered something if he didn't want to. Fair yeah. enough, but I think I'm interested in, in seeing that a little bit because, like, obviously he's, he's now got an IED fitter, doesn't he? Yes, so, uh, I believe so. So, something along those lines. So, I think like I'm interested to see like or know just a little bit about how that works. Like, do they? Is his insurance basically now that the doesn't include anything related to that condition? Because you got to think like he, he must be harder to insure. The insurance must be more expensive for a player with that condition playing football because it just makes sense. But. Mm-hmm. It must be like one of those things where like you can get insurance that um, doesn't include a particular condition because it's a known condition, and I wonder if that's where that like that deal lies because it seems weird that it's someone like Brentford that has that has got him. If you know what I mean, otherwise mm. it seems like yeah he should have gone somewhere uh, like he wouldn't have played week in week out for Tottenham. But the the fans and and just the nostalgia of it, I think I don't know. It just seems strange. It does seem strange. It does a little bit, but talking of strange, it's something that in previous years would seem strange, but less so much. Now, Newcastle, obviously <laughs> leading the charge, bringing yeah. in one of my favourite players to use in midfield last year on FIFA, uh, in the man who I always purposely pronounce the name wrong, uh, which is Bruno Gamarez. Yeah. Or Guamarez, I believe, is, is something along those lines, is how you actually say it, but I always call him Gamarez just to be just to be unique and different. Um but actually, the signing of Chris Woods a very weird one because originally, oh, yeah. originally this one I wouldn't say is weird at all, but actually has backfired on Newcastle because they've done it to say, oh, we're going to take Burnley's most prolific striker, we're going to buy him, that's going to doom them to the drop, and then they've gone and bought Weghorst today, which, yeah. considering the season, this season Weghorst hasn't hit the ground running, he's on about five goals, I believe. But last uh, season he had three, a good season. Three, yeah. The last three seasons he's had good seasons. He's yeah. had uh, between fifteen and twenty goals the last three seasons, and he's been performing in a Europa League slash. He was in the Champions League, but it went out in fourth this year. But he's been a Europa League slash Champions League level team um, mm. in the last few years, and he's managed to get fifteen to twenty goals. Which yeah, you give Burnley that sort of thing on a six foot six frame. Yeah. That's Sean Dyche written all over it. So, and that's purely because they bought Chris Wood for twenty five mil, did Newcastle, and they've gone and splashed. I think I don't know a specific figure on 
from Wakehorse, but it's somewhere between twelve and fifteen million. Uh, um, yeah, it doesn't it's say. Not, on it's here. not no. going to be a huge like transfer sum, that's for sure. It's a bit. It's a bit that's a, that's a man who plays internationally as well. They play exactly. In, he, yeah, he's, he's got in a proven national international striker. Yeah, it's, it's a proven striker. As much as Chris Wood is Premier League proven, he's a great, great striker. But he isn't Premier League proven in terms of like, like he doesn't score like twenty goals a season. Like no, he doesn't score twenty goals a season. But he's, no. he's, he still puts in numbers. But he still scores, yeah. yeah. And he scores for a team like Burnley. No offense to Burnley, like, but they're not a team that are going to score three or four goals each week. Like they are the one nil winners. If you ever, if you ever could see a team that are going to do that. Mm. Um, I mean, last season he got twelve goals. The year before he got fourteen. Yeah. Ten, ten. He's a consistent double digit goal scorer for yeah. for a side like Burnley, which is crucial considering they normally. I think at points ran two strikers as well. So Ashley Barnes would be in Ashley there at the same time. Yeah. To expect 20 goals a season, well, 15, 20 goals a season from that is pushing it a bit. But he's still done fairly well for himself in that sort of a sort of place. So it could help Newcastle, but it was meant to ruin Burnley. And I don't know if that's actually happened now. No, I don't Burnley, I would have so. assumed, were doomed. But now, maybe not so much. Um, but then actually, George, actually to cover the Wolfsburg side of matters as well, this is going way off on a tangent. Uh, they signed Max Kruse from Union Berlin as well on a, on a cut price deal. So okay. they brought in reinforcements to cover that, even though he's more of an attacking midfielder, I understand. But he's a set piece specialist. They're having a really bad season. Of Wolfsburg, I think, are 15th. So he's, he's gone from relegation battle in the Bundesliga to relegation battle in the Prem as Veghorst. So. Yeah. It, and as, one, as one feels like it would be tougher. <laughs> yeah, you, Wolfsburg would be better than than uh, in in the Bundesliga than than you'd expect Burnley to yeah. be able to get out of the situation. I would say so. It's yeah. it's possible they can get out of the situation. I'm not saying it isn't, but realistically, Wolfsburg are good enough to stay up. Yeah. There's three teams worse than Wolfsburg in the Bundesliga, surely. Uh, same with mentioned Gladbach, but Trippier's joined as well. That was a bit of a coup. That's actually a two two proper, well, three proper actually. I'd say good signings for Newcastle here. Uh, as of present yeah. time, they got Chris yeah. Chris Woods. All right, I'm not classing him as the good signing yet. Um, but I think any year they Kieran, hold on to Saint Maximin is a good signing as well. Yeah, very true. Kieran Trippier though. Uh, well, they're going to keep hold of Saint Max for a while. Let's be honest. They've got. I money think so now. now. I think now that him. they yeah. I think now that they know and he knows where that money is. That that you know. They've they've got him for a while. <laughs> from yeah, from here be, on out, be... what's classed as a good good year for Newcastle is going to be changing year on year. So when yes. I'm saying a good year, a good January, I should say, is bringing in Matty Target on loan, which considering he's been replaced at Villa and he's a very competent defensive left back, and Christ knows they need defensive reinforcements. Uh, yes, Target was good last year, but he's been a bit questionable this year. Uh, Target. I think because he got dropped uh, quite a few times target from the Villa squad I'd have to look into that a bit more I haven't checked the individual stuff but I think it's a good pick up for Newcastle generally Um, considering he's lost his place now to Digne in the team it makes sense to take him on loan for the season yeah definitely it's an an upgrade on who they got left back Paul Dummett Matt Ritchie it's an upgrade 100% Kieran Trippier obviously already fits in Bruno Gamarais fits in comfortably. Chris Wood, less so much. Obviously, Callum Wilson's injured. 
Um, so that helps. He's just a very different striker as well. Like it's not like it's not like the Andy Carroll days, like anymore really. Um, with Saint Maximum kind of running and stealing the show to get into the box, it's not like they're mm. going to swing many crosses in. But it does give them, like you say, it gives them another offensive option. But yeah, I think when Callum Wilson comes back, I don't know how much uh, how much game time he'll get. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, one that people want me and Merce to touch on because they're Colombian. Luis Diaz the other day coming in. Uh, I yeah. am slightly sad. I was looking forward to my perfect link, uh, but it has meant. Merz isn't hitting rock bottom and using a Spurs player just because he's one uh, of his favourites. But I'm I'm sad on another reason though because now his team season card opportunity is gone. Basically yeah. gone yeah. now. But so, yeah. his headliners might happen though. Oh yeah, headliners could. Uh, yeah, that that's fine. And switching to Prem would obviously be a bonus if he gets an inform or a special card, performance-based card, should I say, rather than promo card. For being at Liverpool, so yeah, that mm. would that would be a bonus. But yeah, the t- t- team season though, because having yeah. what maybe a ninety odd plus, uh, Luis Diaz would have been nice in May. It's kind I of mean, this... it's gonna be there or thereabouts with the uh, with the boost. It'd be an eighty nine, right? Or is it a plus two? Which would then be it's a plus yeah, one. He's, he's a plus one, so he'd probably hit. Well, he's eighty eight naturally, right? Or is he eighty seven? It's a bit of a weird one because obviously his next inform is going to be eighty. An eighty-eight. He's eighty-seven no. standard. What? What's his? Yeah, no, because his his uh, current non-like headliner cut. So his inform's eighty-three. So his next one's eighty-five. Yeah, but what's going to actually happen with the headliners though? Because that's normally the next inform. So would it not? Yeah, somehow but they've done they've done weird things with headliners this year. So. Who knows until they've actually given out a special cut. Obviously, Kimmich has earned one, but we need to see one of these like really, really juiced up ones like Candrave. Candrave's like, the one I want to see. Yeah, Candrave's yeah. the one I want to see. Whether they give him ninety, they give him the exact same eighty-five card with ninety-something pace, or whether that's just going to go back to about exactly because we we don't know what's going on because EA, EA EA are running mad in some ways this year with how they're doing things so yeah it's because obviously like i said in, um when headlines ca- came out this luis diaz headlines card is a plus three in terms of informs over what he's currently got so it's like okay if he's a plus three are they going to suddenly just suddenly go from an 83 inform to an 87 inform or are they going to go in line with it to an 85 so then does that mean the headliners goes to 88 for the next inform or what because that it's just very weird mm. yeah maybe I mean the thing the thing with me here is they've done crazy things like this but that was way 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 long ago uh, on, on like FIFA 12 I, I referenced the Mignolet card in previous oh, weeks yeah, yeah, there yeah, was yeah, the yeah. Kevin Morales Kevin Morales had like a second inform that was 85 rated that had like absurd stats so that EA have known to just juice things up for oh, oh yeah. why not that, I mean, it'll make team of the weeks a lot more interesting so, if they yeah. suddenly do that we're, um, t- we're talking mainly about the rating though aren't we here about like what is next mean, Luis Diaz inform going to be like, is whilst it- that's true I mean if they suddenly decide they just juice the stats on team of the weeks for example so if we do what happened with Kevin Morales funny enough he'll have 
let's say Diaz's next inform is actually 85, but they keep the same stats from the 87, as an example. Yeah. That would be a weird way of doing that, but it yeah. could be a way that then suddenly balances it and goes, oh, no, no, Silver Stars, though, they ain't actually 74, though, are they? Come on now. They're actually yeah. close to, like, 82 or something like that, and then... Mm. You, like, uh, they've lied said, about stats before. Yeah, but as you said about, like, the Cran Drover, if they gave an 85-rated inform Cran Drover the headliner stats, right, and then suddenly mm. you've got this inform card that has basically been really juiced up from the previous, like, inform, mm-hmm. then suddenly people are going to be like, hey, 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 EA, why are you doing it just for this because of his headliners? You should be doing it for, like, everybody else. Because... And that will be put in the same sort of place as give me free FIFA points on the EA live chat. It would <laughs> palm the side and go, right, everything's fine, fire burning around everyone. Can I? Uh, so, one interesting thing I'd like to talk about as well the transfer window is mm-hmm. not just about the them as a, uh, in a team sense, um, but also um, as a manager sense. And it also now touches on a tweet that's just come out. Um, so, Everton. My next, literally my next one up here. Yeah. Literally, have got so they managed to get Lampard, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think is I don't think that's a bad move at all. A lot of it's people are saying like, you know, could they have kept uh, Duncan in in? They probably could have done, and we know a lot. We know Everton fans like him, but mm. at the end of the day, they want to show that they're looking for a manager. And although I don't necessarily think going for what is essentially an inexperienced manager is the best way to go. I don't think he's going to be received that badly. Um, mm-hmm. However, the new news is that they've just signed Donny van der Beek on loan. On yes. loan and uh, Marcus Rashford has just tweeted out about it saying, uh, go on, brother, show them what you can do. Um, so he's kind of like almost sticking one up <laughs> at anybody at Man United who's not played him by saying, like, show, you know, go and show everybody how good you are at Everton. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's a great signing and a great manager appointment. Really, I don't like like I say he's a little bit inexperienced, but yeah, it's interesting times for Everton. This might be enough to get them. Dare I say it's safe? I mean, that would be the aim for them at the moment. Mm. I think as much as they should uh, not want to just think of can we stay up this season, I think that's survival's all that they. Want it's what they've been on. left with, isn't it? It's it's pretty much like anything better than survival is a bonus. That's all they've got to cling to at the moment, which yeah, isn't it? it it's shocking, isn't it? Because Everton it is. are one of yeah. about seven teams, I think seven or eight teams that have never been relegated from the Premier League. Yeah. So there's there's that on the line as well. Yeah, mm. it's, uh, it is. It's crazy when you think of like how I say how the mighty have fallen, but they're not they're not mighty in terms of like they, they've always but they've always for how many years I remember like when it's this kind of where it kind of started their downfall in a way all those years were Moyes right and mm-hmm. they kept saying about how like oh you know where are we going to when are we going to take that step and become a, a team that are, are more than just top eight and and take that next step to get that next level manager and then it just since then have gradually declined and declined and declined like I know there's been a couple of seasons where they started a little bit better off like in ended up being like second or third but only really for like you know at a time when it the season's definitely not even slightly over um, bear in mind he's and, not the only sort of person going in today Deli Ali's also rumoured to be leaving on a permanent 
to Everton as well. Um, I was waiting to see if that had come through. So I heard that so he was he was there for going medicals, medical wasn't he? Still, yeah. Like the last update I've got here. Hang on a second. Uh, do 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 Forty minutes ago, Deli from Fabrizio Romano, the most trustworthy of sources. Uh, Deli Ali Medical Everton still ongoing. A long one, yes, but no problem. Normal process. I'm told uh, still the same that he's going to join Everton. That deal being a free transfer with, if he plays 20 games, I believe it's 10 million, gets passed over. Okay. I think it's, I think it's 20 games for 10 mil. Uh, which, considering the, the lofty heights of when he was valued at 100 plus million, <laughs> I remember those days. Ah, oh, those days. And Tottenham were actually okay. Is that <laughs> 20 games this there. season? Uh, it can't I, be. Surely there's not enough. Is there enough games to play 20? Uh, so free transfer, yeah, and then twenty. It's twelve million euros, and bonuses for next year's. It uh, could reach thirty-five to forty million, but it depends on Delhi and the team performance. Okay. So if Everton do well and Delhi Ali does well, Spurs get paid. Quite uh, quite simply. So there's there's interesting interesting stuff, but we'll we'll, we'll see what happens there but moving yeah. on to team of the week uh, which is mainly going to be based off of the AFCON yeah. situation I've got uh, what I've got in front of me here is, is AFCON and also some South American games in here um, mm-hmm. so Footbin's current predictions obviously based off the previous weeks we've noticed they get about they, they get the majority right there, there's there's some stragglers yeah. like I don't uh, like uh, what's his name Gvardiol that, that don't get theirs but more often than not they're around the mark so we've got currently in the starting 11 we've got El Nasiri uh, get himself an inform which that's a card that the player of the month last year I did like the look of and it looks like something that would fit this game and how I play although Merz you might want to back away from it it does say 62 passing so <laughs> not sure it's for you not sure it's for you definitely uh, we've got Toko Akambi uh, which is normal, decent pace. Uh, although I think he's three star, four star, something like three star, three star normally. So that'd be something more I would shy away from. Uh, yeah. If I'm, I'd still use it, but it's it's also looking like it's going to be on the opposite side. It's looking like it's predicted a right mid card. So yeah, I then saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luis Suarez getting an inform. Uh, that's just going to be. Let, let's be honest. That's going to mainly be fodder. Um, but. Certain people, you know, people that don't care about pace may get a kick out of that. <clears throat> Definitely not me. Uh, Sadio Mane, man who's had a busy week, a worrying week, uh, both in terms of at the AFCON and in terms of, well, Luis Diaz being brought in. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. So whether he's, you, you never know, is being replaced short term slash long term. Uh, he did get knocked, legitimately knocked out at the African Cup of Nations and told to play on. So, interesting <laughs> situation there. But he has got himself uh, a rumoured team of the week. Uh, we've got Octavio, the Brazilian from Porto. Yep. Talking of Porto wingers. Mm-hmm. Um, Casemiro, Di Maria. Uh, then we go into... And I'm just going to have to zoom in on this name. Uh, Hincapi. Hincapia. Uh, he's rumoured to be getting one. Uh, the I'm going to say... I, Without zooming in on the flag, I'm gonna say Ecuadorian. Ecuador? 
Yeah, yeah it looks like Ecuador. Okay, yeah. good. I, I was torn between that and Venezuela. I'm glad my flag knowledge has possibly brought me through because I've just seen there's a Venezuela on the other side, so I'm glad I didn't say it. Uh, so yeah, he's he's there, rumoured to be 80-something pace uh, for Bayer Leverkusen. So another Bundesliga centre-back. Give us Strong back, into taps it. over. Yeah. Indeed, strong linking to the likes of taps over. Um, we've got, uh, well, something that won't see use in, apart from very, 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 very niche teams, which is uh, Michele, the the Club Bruges Belgian centre-back with 65 pace. Uh, an old favourite, though, coming back. A man who, round about this time last year, definitely this time last year, had a headliners card mm-hmm. at right back, and that is a James Tavernier. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that one's going to be in there. You don't think that one's going to be in there? Okay. They didn't win. Yeah, that's true. They that's drew true. 3-3. So, even Did he if, get you know... Did Goldson assist, though? Well, what? I know Goldson scored. Yeah. The centre-back. Um... I don't know if he did get goals and assists, but certainly they were, I believe, 2 0 up, and I think let that he game. He picked slip. up man of the match in both matches he played this week, is their ah, reasoning. So there's another, given. there's another, ma- yeah. So that's, that's, that's what they're giving, and obviously, with how many limited things are available, that might be enough to just sneak him in. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a, a completely defunct position, but a man who has had some interesting cards down the years, uh, also had some very interesting cards for Mexico. Uh, Guillermo Ochoa. Ochoa, yeah. Yep, so obviously the man whose kicks were absolutely massive, and I think one year had something like 70 to 80 pace, if I recall. I'm going to say FIFA 16, but I'm gonna have to, I'd am gonna i have to check that. Uh, he, that's. Uh, uh, I swear, he, one year he ended up having like nutty pace. Have you seen that kicking on that card? I see 99 kicking on it, yeah, yeah. so I've, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not addressing that, that straight up, but that's that would be very, very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Guillermo Ochoa possibly, and yeah, that was his natural kicking. Yeah, 72 natural kicking. Uh, I'd be interested to see what have they said here. Uh, but... He scored a goal. <laughs> he kicked it. It kicked it straight up. He, yeah, straight it, up the it's, pitch. It's scored. just there because they're feeling, feeling, feeling dangerous. Yeah. Because the, it, it, the reasoning says absolutely nothing. It's it's like the draw was important for Mexico more than it was for Costa Rica. It, it's very vague but okay. other than that like there's there's some players we might recognise from previous years uh, there's now looking like a good championship left back in Anthony Robertson mm. uh, Robinson I should say uh, the the basically the silver player from last year that everyone loved in their Premier League teams is now in championship teams uh, apart from that there's a Burkina Faso goalkeeper Trezeguet who's I think just left Aston Villa actually on earth uh, I could be wrong I think he's gone elsewhere uh, Solomon Rondon, Rafa Benitez will be very sad to see that as soon as he's gone, uh, he's found form. No, it may well be for Venezuela, but it's fine. He's, the the uh, Trezeguet one. Yes. I mean, this is the thing, right? So they've got. This makes me think there's something. I don't know if they're going to do something else on the horizon, and they're keeping an eye on the Afcon because that game, right? Yes, mm-hmm. Trezeguet scored the winner, but Mo Salah scored and set up that goal. Right, so, yep. so the essentially, the the way that gets them through, is Mo Salah scoring his penalty and mm-hmm. Trezeguet and setting up Trezeguet's goal. So how does Mo Salah for a goal and assist get an Egypt through on a game where they weren't favourites, not top, the winner? Is it because we're going to be expecting a, like an Afcon winners card or something? If 
or it's he's then, already in then, packs and he's he, it's it's a penalty goal yeah, and an assist for a Salah card. That's it's, not just, much at this point when he's already got a headline as it's more expensive than the card he currently has in mm. packs. But does, does, that's that thing, it. it's that thing again, though, isn't it? It's that thing of like how, like finding ways to justify not giving someone a card when really it's a penalty all things point towards them. Like Andre yeah, Silva but, got something for that, but that's because it's Andre Silva. And yes, I'm slamming my own guy here. But sorry, when you expect, but when Messi and Ronaldo have to get their informs, they have to normally do it by getting a whole bunch of goals. He didn't. Ronaldo didn't get his inform for scoring two meh goals against Newcastle. So why should Mo Salah get one for a penalty and assisting someone? But this is but because it, because why, it's, why should that be gotten, a thing if two goals against Newcastle doesn't because get it? it has gotten Egypt through to around when they were not even remotely favourites to win that game. That's that why. should be in a, that should be in a promo that's based around the Afcon then. Yeah, but it's not going to be not going to be in team of the week because of that. That's if what I wonder. In other if that's team of the week, they're going for. and turning their nose up at other stuff. They're not going to suddenly go. Well, Mo Salah needs another special card at the moment. No. Oh, you deserve a raise. That gets more money. See, I can't not, see an not exactly how it automatically works. I can't see an Afcon promo, but I wonder if they're going to bring out like a man of the match card for it or something because. Um, or a team of the like I don't know or man of the tournament card or something just just because it seems weird to one not acknowledge it but then to ignore like that just seems to me like a big thing to ignore us all I mean they've done it in the past with AFCON I distinctly remember from FIFA 15 yes distinctly remember from FIFA 15 in the same sentence Um, but (laughs) there was man of the match cards for Swansea no not Swansea sorry newly transferred Man City Wilfred Boney and mm-hmm. there was a Man City perfect link, Yaya Torre, yeah. uh, that were in, in packs at the same time as Man of the Match cards. I remember packing that Wilfred Boney, looking at it, it was selling for 200k, thought, I'll play a couple games of it, look back, 50k, yeah. look back, 20k. I was like, oh, damn. So I, I remember that fondly. Um, yeah, I think they Stuff like that happens. Match, yeah. It might be for the final, though. I could not tell you for sure. Uh, but and that's what I think is more likely to happen final yeah more likely uh, I will agree on that but there is there's one more notable card before we get into the Burns the Adekuj, uh yeah, I can't even bother to pronounce it uh, and that's uh, a man who is linked with Burnley this week Miroslav Orsic mm. and it's rumoured to be a striker card um, the guy has insane card every year he does uh, this this one's predicting although they've said night night kicking on a choa so Take up a pinch of salt. Uh, 92 pace, 85 shooting. So, looks very, very nice. His team of the season card every year is crazy. It is. It really is for the rest of the world. Um, that pretty much concludes anything relevant in the team of the week. Yeah. Um, and we mainly touched on transfers. So, we're just going to transfer over to our Q&A section. Just that. before we get to the Q and A section, oh don't, oh, don't do, no, you just literally so so I set up a segue for you. He's just literally handed one on the plate, and you ignored all of them. You're turning this down more than Phil Jones does loan moves. I just want to say about the man of the match cards. Yeah, there's been man of match cards like in every FIFA for uh, Afcon. Yes, so, okay. Yeah, okay. There should be some again, but it's just a question of when. So God, all that to ruin a perfectly good segue. <sighs> Well, <laughs> to that. All right, I'll, uh, I'll, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll segue this. My wife no. just delivered me some lemon meringue pie. Ooh. Do we have any questions? Yes, we do have some questions. 
And uh, unfortunately, it doesn't seem anyone clocked on to the, the asking them to put a pie question into the Q&A. So I think I'm just going to add that anyway, because I think we need a food-based question. Because going through the Q&A questions, there's not a single food-based question yet again. It's guys, crazy. Guys, it's what's crazy. going on? Guys, honestly, like, do not eat. Yeah, what's happened? <laughs> what's happened? Like, it was every single week, and now all of a sudden... It's like Christmas is over. Everyone's still probably stuck or full. something like that. Yeah. yeah, still living off of Christmas dinner. Um, yeah. Oh, so apparently. obviously last week, briefly said about pies and favourite pies, but we didn't actually go into too much detail. So yeah. So this week we're gonna say I'm gonna ask, what is your favourite fruit or sweet or savoury based pie, or even, or okay. even both? What's your favourite fit savoury and what's your favourite? Sweet pie, Brad, can, I, can I just so can I just clarify this then? So, on is am I is a fruit pie is a lemon meringue pie allowed? Because technically it's not really a fruit filled pie. When you're thinking of like a apple or cherry or um, I, I would allow it personally. Allow I it? will allow it because to be fair, it is a pie, and there's nothing to say a pie has to be a like closed top. Or anything like that. No, my only yeah, thing would be is sometimes you'll see a Plymouth Argyle top. Yeah, uh, good one. I like that. Thank you. Um, yeah, the only thing I would say is that the reason I'm asking is because I feel like a pie is something that you could potentially have with both ice cream, if you're a psycho, and custard. Um, and I wouldn't, What's wrong you, with you wouldn't cream, have sorry? lemon meringue pie with oh, with I'll just put my feet up. with a custard. What's wrong with so ice sounds, cream? Sounds like there's some murmurs here. Huh? It's a dairy-based product. Just it's just, like it's it's just, custard. It's just me. It's just me personally. Like the the I wouldn't. I don't. I don't want the hot and cold. That's all. I want oh, a hot dessert. Oh. I want a cold dessert. I don't want half and oh, half. So if I had so my cold chocolate fudge brownie straight from the tin custard, is that is that a problem as well? No. You just said what hot and have, cold. What, what are you having it with? Lemon meringue pie. What cold well, or cold? Well, well I, mean, you, I wouldn't, wouldn't have custard, custard with lemon pie. It's well, a bit weird if you're having custard with a lemon meringue. No, I wouldn't have like custard with a lemon meringue pie. Yeah, yeah. My general ones. Yeah, no, sorry, my bad. Me, yeah. me going uh, on the pan, trying to create drama. <laughs> Essentially, it'll be a cherry or a apple pie. Right. I, mean, I love a cherry pie. Cherry yeah. pies. If we're t that's what I mean. If we're talking about what pie am I having with custard, I'm having a cherry pie because it's um, my favourite. I, I, don't, I don't think I really want custard with my steak pie. That That's for sure. Well, no. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll Listen, allow it. right? You, you might be Rachel off of Friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, with the meat the trifle. trifle. <laughs> and then peas sautéed with... Yeah. <laughs> I've seen... I've seen cause I don't know if you guys watch Binging with Babish, but... Yeah. Oh, actually, I think Luke time. does. But Brad, I don't know if you do. No, I don't know. Yeah, so basically he recreates like dishes from TV and he did the meat meringue. Uh, the, 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 the meat trifle. trifle. Sorry, yeah. I was thinking. The, oh, he did actually do yeah. the meat trifle. He, he did yeah. the meat trifle. I've watched someone else That's do the meat trifle interesting. as well. I've, yeah. I've, I personally watch more sorted food these days than uh, if, if, if we're going off of channels that... that's all. I, I watch sorted food more than I do binge and babish these days, but I mm. do enjoy both. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm more an apple pie kind of guy. Um, that's sort of my my take on a on a, on a Nothing sweet. wrong with that. A traditional. 
My, my savoury one that I have is one my mum makes. Uh, she makes really well. Uh, she she will make a ham, chicken, um, and sort of leek. Leek, yes, get in. Oh yes, she'll, she'll make something like that, a nice hearty. My that brother doesn't like pastry, by the way, so this is wow. always a big problem. He always skips this and makes something like a a breaded chicken sandwich or something like what yeah no he will just I if mean, he doesn't like what's being served up oh no start. no he if he, he if he doesn't like something that's being served up he'll just chicken maybe breaded chicken maybe just chicken fillets and make something yeah but i mean he say if he said if he said up. like oh he's not going to have our homemade chicken ham and leek pie Mm-hmm. Instead, Mum has taken the filler now and made a, like a stew or casserole with it. For oh, he doesn't part. like stew and casserole. No, no. Oh well, then, he then he's, okay. he's not that kind of guy. Okay, he, he's more the oh, yeah. I'm feeling chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets and, and chips. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yep. Okay. He, he, if he doesn't like something, he'll just make that. <laughs> wow. Just that, you know. Get the sandwich, a big dollop of salad cream, bang. Wow. Dip all the is, sandwich oh. in the salad cream. That's his kind of take on things. He's, he's all this lovely home grown, all this lovely home cooked food he's missing out on. Yep. Well, no, I tell him that. I mean, the thing that I do, I don't even do that. I just ask for something else. Like I'll have something else instead. It's liver. When when there's when there's liver, I'm like no. Oh yeah, no. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. It's, it's, it's a controversial one, but I don't, I don't. I I'm not on the side that likes it. I'm more. Uh, no, I mean either. I'm the side on that, the fence. Like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely one of them when it pretty much comes to organs then I'm not I'm, yeah no yeah, okay. I, it's bacon and liver I'm like no I'm not, not on board yeah. like bacon yes just just, just the bacon bacon no liver. fine yeah but liver kidneys um, heart haven't, liver, haven't had kidneys liver. Uh, haven't had anything like awful no, hag- like, no uh, haggis haggis yeah. haven't tried no. haggis yet it's something I'm going to try at some point I am a fan of black pudding though yes. oh no okay can't do that pudding. I love black pudding I can do I only had it once. I've only had it once, uh, and that was in the last six months. Like I've been, my parents basically told me stay away from that. I don't have it when I was a kid. I was like, oh, sure. But I'm normally a guy that will, when it comes to food, I'll try something once just to make sure. Like, do I like it if I yeah. don't? Because I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of like seafood and stuff like that. But they were trying to keep me away from that. Yeah, bloody love love seafood. But I've still yet to try some like cockles or anything like See, that. Was- so that's something I need to. I was the opposite as a kid. Like I was like, um, oh, I don't like the look of that. I don't like it. Whereas now, as an adult, I'd be more likely to have a try of something. But definitely, like, because mm. as a kid, that was the, the because that was how it was. I never had stuffing because as a kid, I looked at stuffing oh, and went, out. I went, no, I don't like that. that. Now I'm like, what the hell was wrong with me? Why did I not want stuffing? I think like, that's also because the taste buds changing. Yeah, no, potentially as well. I pretty much did just look at it and think, no, it doesn't look nice. That was it. That was all my my decision was based on. But yeah, I, to to take it back though to savory. What's your savory taste? As obviously I said mine's the ham. Uh, oh, that is, no, you meat. you nailed mine. Yep. Same, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I if I'm buying one, I'd mainly go for chicken and bacon or a steak and ale or something like that for yeah. a savory pie. Um, homemade, I'll do chicken, leek. Uh, I don't normally put ham in it. I just mainly just do chicken and leek uh, pie. I also don't do the sides and the bottom. I just do a puff pastry top for okay. mine when okay. I make it at home. Yeah, I mean, one of the one of the local pubs to me around here does the best chicken ham and leek pie. And if I go there, it's one of those things where I struggle to order anything else off a menu. Because if mm. I had anything else off a menu and I didn't like it as much as that, I'd be disappointed. 
I mean, to be fair, another thing I like is not a pie, it's a tart, but um, mm-hmm. is, there's something like a ha- um, ham, cheese, and broccoli tarts one I like as well. As well, Ooh, my okay. mates. that's a proper nice one. Um, but yeah, those, those are sort of what I'd say are my takeaways on on uh, on, on sweet and savoury pies. I mean, nothing can what? be a bit of pie, mash, and beans for me. Oh, like, bit what? Pie, pie, mash, and beans is what he said. Beans. Green beans or no baked beans, <laughs> baked beans. Oh, baked the beans, cool back yes. on the green beans. Baked beans. Yes. What? What? Oh boy, he's about to okay. explode. Um, What's wrong with baked up? beans? You're gonna tell Nothing's me nothing's wrong with baked beans, but like they don't go with a pie. I'm, I'm yeah, hiding behind do. the chair. I'm hiding behind the chair. What? <laughs> How <laughs> do they not go with a pie? Bit of pie, Safe. a bit of mash, a bit of baked beans Luke, on the fork, Luke, Luke. put it in your mouth, yep. nom nom Luke. nom. Yep. Lovely. Have you ever really had, other than in the nugget form or anything, any scenario where you've had chicken with beans? Not really, no. Nope. I'm so you cannot put bracing. beans with a chicken ham and leek pie, Mez. The only one, the only, the only slight exception I'll allow it is on a steak and ale. But, I didn't even say chicken and ham and leek pie. I said a chicken no, and bacon but, pie. <laughs> well, even so, the beans and chicken, in terms of like chicken breast, they do not go. What? They don't go. So you can have chicken nuggets and beans, but you can't have a chicken pie with beans. Because it's different. It's just what? different. Nah, you the can sauce have that you have with a chicken pie that's a chicken and ham pie, is a creamy sauce. It's not... It, it, it doesn't go with beans. It does. It does go with beans. It definitely does go with beans. Okay, so 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 if you could have your choice of your way to accompany your favourite savoury pie, is mash and beans. Yes. Okay. Luke? Is it safe? Is it safe to come out yet? It's safe to come out yet. Okay, it's off the floor yet. So with your, um, with your with the chicken ham and leek pie, what are you having to company? I think just seasonal veg. Really, I don't I don't go too adventurous. Um, yeah, I'd agree. Like, yeah. Sort of sort of like uh, I think I think normally we have like the mix of peas and sweet corn, maybe some carrots. Yeah, bit of spring green or or cabbage or something. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Not not on the regular. I'll say that. No, much. I'm not the biggest fan of cabbage, but I do I don't mind it with a pie because the the sauce and that does kind of help for me. I'm, yeah. I think I I, I, for I me, cabbage, cabbage is a bit bland. But I have cabbage uh, with like some pork meatballs. I think Ooh, with, okay. like a uh, that's that's where I think we normally serve cabbage with like pork meatballs with like a I can't remember what the sauce is, but uh, like Swedish meatballs. Oh, nice, nice. We do have meatballs quite often in this household. Um, yeah, so I would probably say if I'm not having like a chips and peas, uh, you know as a traditional pie chips and peas then i'm going yeah mashing some nice like greeny veg i like like uh you know yeah probably peas um spring green broccoli and yeah maybe some carrots but are you going as far as gravy with that um so i am a little bit funny with this because like it's if i'm having the uh chicken ham and leek one then i kind of wouldn't i'd just if mm. if I could get if I could get given more of the sauce that is in that pie, that's what I would want. Yeah. Um, because I don't want to take a gravy and overpower the the, the flavor of the sauce. Um, 
and mm-hmm. and that that doesn't you know that's not with just using it that's using even a chicken gravy because chicken gravies aren't the same as you know the creamy sort of white wine kind of sauce that comes with a chicken pie um yeah. but if i'm having a steak and ale then i would i would have some i'd have some extra beef gravy probably with it yeah mm. but yeah I, i'm certainly nowhere near it as beans baked beans lovely stuff bit. not anywhere near need the extra sauce nope. you know from that baked beans to go with the mashed potato. Oh, God, you are. Am I have to brace again? I'd start. I'd start, I'd start yeah, okay. I'm, I'm ready. What's the next question? GH has asked if you could put one European team in the Premier League, so for example, move PSG to the Prem, what team would you pick and why? So a, a lot of the time, there is all this sort of talk like if you moved like. Bayern Munich into the Well, let's talk about the Super League, weren't they? Not that long ago. So, you know. How competitive could they be if you dragged them into, like, the Premier League? Is that what we want to talk about and not be looking at it as as an aspect of, well, you know, I'd really like um, Norwich to stay up this year, so I'd put in, like, someone from the lowest Argentinian third division. You're fully open to. But to, to drag someone like a Spezia in if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it'd be even worse than European that. European team. It said European. It says European. Yeah, oh, right. yeah, yeah so I'd, I'd be going far worse than that. I'd be like um, Segunda League 3 in Spain, like whoever's bottom of that league. Um, I will add in Dorking Wanderers from as uh, local <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure no, Mers will take Forest Green Rovers. I mean, it, it, the thing is, like, it's, it's not necessarily a team for me. It's like players... Like obviously at the moment it is going to be PSG because why would I not want to see Messi and Mbappe and Neymar in the Premier League? Like because you want Tottenham to have a chance, a slim <laughs> chance of winning trophies. But you know that's what I mean. Like I, I want to see players more than I necessarily want to see teams play. Um, so yeah, I think yeah he said he said the team or or you said the team. Mm. I would want to see I want to see what those guys can do in the Premier League because I think I've said it for a long time and and again I hate to no cause up another I don't hate it I love it but I I don't like want to cause another like debate or anything like that but I still like in my opinion feel like Ronaldo outweighs the greatest player in the world conversation for me only because he's played at a really high level in the best league in the world and despite i know that like messi's had like all the accolades and all the achievements that far outweigh ronaldo which says he's the best player in the world i just for me the one thing that would certify it is just coming to the prem and doing just a couple of seasons of madness that's all i want to see um just to solidify that that like for me that would then be there wouldn't be a conversation if he came to the Premier League and just tore it up for two seasons, there wouldn't be a conversation anymore. It's answered. But yeah. for now, I think that's the reason there's a conversation. Because Ronaldo tore up the Premier League when he was here. Not so much now, but then that's because not only is he a lot older, but also Man United are absolutely trash right now. And I would just uh, raise the counterpoint to saying Messi should go over there. Uh, if you remember, Messi's only one year younger than Ronaldo. He's, what, 35? Yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So... I would love it. I'd love it. I would love it, but I don't think it would ever happen. I think if it was going to have happened, it would have happened when he moved to PSG. Correct. Um, yeah. Because that was the time. Way. Yeah, moved to City and done it. Um, instead, I think he moved to PSG in view of the thing that 
he maybe will go back to Barcelona and I've heard a few things like around the globe about his like wife and family not being happy in France and stuff so I think it will eventually be back to Barcelona when he can afford well, I mean he probably can afford it now but to not have to have such expensive wages um, but it won't be right now he'll see out mm. his career there we know that much but technically speaking I think he could afford to do it right now because you got to think I, could, I mean he could he could but the sponsorship deals would easily like pay well it's, it's I think way. it's less on, on his part um, obviously yeah. PSG would not let him go blah blah no. blah yeah. it's the fact that there would still be some wages to cover not just gonna, he's not going to have to yeah. pay for free just to yeah. prove yeah. every all the haters wrong no exactly like, and, and money does run out in my opinion, he is like, the world's best yeah like he, he is better than Ronaldo in my personal opinion the yeah. stuff you see him do with the ball you can't see anyone else really mm-hmm. do yep mm-hmm. and, and, and Ronaldo, that is and, and I would never much. I can't disagree with you but I just think that for me the reason I, I view that is just because I have seen at first hand what that guy is like in the Premier League and it's just you know and there'd be some people that will controversially say they don't think the Premier League is the best league in the world but I then you know I disagree. I think that considering that, you know, on any given day, any team at the bottom of the Premier League pretty much can go out and beat a top team. Yeah. That to me says, you know, that we've got the best league in the world. It's it's Levante Levante dominated Real Madrid for a couple of seasons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get the odd occasion, though, with those leagues, whereas I think, like, the, the Prem is more competitive as a a whole like near the top of the yeah. table near mm. like w- where everyone has that competitiveness like there's never always a guarantee like week in week out like yeah okay yeah man city obviously is a bit to, to the to the point on that with with how chelsea were in the relegation zone under jose Mourinho, with yeah. how yeah. everton are currently on the brink yes yeah in yeah. january and this is, and Something it's like, like and this is why, this is why that phrase about the like cold, rainy night in Stoke, you know, like this is where that comes from, because it's just a different, it's a different everything. It's not just a mm. different league; it's a different style of defenders. Like we know that if Messi comes to the Premier League, he will spend most of the time on his ass. It's because he will get put on his ass by big defenders and defenders that won't take, you know, any of his rubbish. Yeah. you know I say rubbish but it's skillful play and that's, that's what I mean yeah, but but essentially like that is what will happen but it does mean yeah of course he'll then draw in more fouls he'll get a lot more fouls he'll probably score a lot of free kicks and that's the reason I like yes this is why I want to see it happen I want us just just mm. please just one season just come and like if you're, if you're now like if your family aren't happy at PSG now and you're still not able to go back to Barca just come to Man City. Just, I know people yeah. don't want you to go to Man City, but please just come one season. Like, bring Aguero back as well, so the guy actually gets to play with his idol. The Poor man's guy. tired. He's I know. I know. And that, and that, no, I've got no. I've got no doubt that's what tipped him over the edge. To, to, yeah. to then counterpoint, I mean, there's many. Firstly, why would the family want to leave sunny France if they're not happy to go to rainy Manchester? <laughs> uh, which, by the way, I am going to rainy Manchester probably in the next couple of weeks, but less about that um, but then you've got the, the fact that Messi has scored an outrageous number of goals against Premier League teams home and away in the Champions League mm-hmm. oh yeah against a variety of Arsenal Tottenham Chelsea United City 
I'm sure he scored plenty against all of them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying if, that's if what I mean. To, I'm not if, setting up if, a, you a to, debate. if you want him to arrive in the new league just to then pop up and go, yeah, no, we've seen how you can do against the big six, but I want to see you play Burnley. Yeah. Come on now, like that's not the games you're going to realistically be watching of Messi. But also, you're don't forget though, this is that's we're talking Champions League there, and mm -hmm. look at look at what Ronaldo's done for Man United in the Champions League this season. Mm -hmm. but look what he's done day in day out in the Premier League mm. nothing right. in comparison like Pretty some people much, do yeah. come alive for the competition well and also it's the, the, the play style as well like Champions League teams are a bit yeah, it's more different. open yeah. whereas in like yeah. your Burnleys are going to sit back and just defend 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 like not necessarily yeah. trying to give Messi the room to like do his fine dribbling around players obviously you'll probably still do it but obviously once you pissed off that like embarrassed that Burnley defender he's probably going to go right that's it I'm going to go fucking two I'm going through you yeah, yeah. basically I, I'm, I mean at that point surely someone in either La Liga or, or Liga will have done that at some point already surely mm. there's going to be hot heads there's going He's come up against Pepe and Marcelo and the likes, and Sergio Ramos. Oh yeah, and Ramos at I mean, Real Madrid. I've got no doubt that's where a lot of Ramos red cards would have come from. Yeah. So oh, yeah. the aggression in that back line for Real Madrid from probably 2010 through 15 would have just kicked at him constantly. Yeah. There's a reason why Ramos has the most red cards in La Liga. Yeah. Like he's already faced people that will kick the hell out of him, and they've got a lot more skill than Burnley so why does he need to come just to get lumps kicked out of him by Burnley who might not even be in the league at this point so then who's the whipping stick at that point who's who's the Burnley slash Stoke equivalent in the Premier League once they're gone any any takers who, who's the next most harsh team Leeds don't think yeah, so yeah probably maybe what, Villa Lorente? Villa Luka Palace Dean, Palace with what Anderson Mitchell, um, who's the Chelsea loney, and then I can't remember the right back either, which is terrible for me. They're not exactly a, as much of a physical team as they used to be. They're being reinvented under Vieira. There's not really many of these tough British teams left in the Premier League. So pooing on our idea of wanting to get Messi in the Premier League. I'm I'm <laughs> just trying to make it realistic that it's not going to be as physical and as painful as you make it out to be. With Burnley most likely getting relegated. Veghorst well, is going to stop that from happening. Yeah. He may well do, but apart from, right, so looking at teams in the Premier League, who's who's going to rough him up? West Ham. West Ham will rough him up. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, West yeah. Ham, that's, yeah. that's the one. That Van Dyke at Liverpool. Oh, wait, he can do that in the Champions League. No, 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 no. Um, not, no it wouldn't be a Liverpool. It wouldn't, yeah. It wouldn't be Van Dyke. I'm trying Maybe to Chelsea, I'm trying, I'm trying to play, he's played Thiago Silva many a time. No, it wouldn't be a top. I wouldn't say a top six team. It has to be like one of the normally, like it's not going to be Brighton half. Maybe the, I'm trying to. Think. It could it's also be Brighton, someone who's going to get promoted it's not be as well. It's, like maybe Wolves. Wolves might be it. Mm, yeah, Newcastle Wolves, maybe, probably going down, or they're changing. So Newcastle, 
maybe, but they're going to get actual good centre-backs instead. Yeah, they're, they're, they're changing their style Watford anyway. are probably going down. Norwich, let's be honest, based of lack of investment and the investment at the bottom, they could be going down. It's Brentford, there's maybe? There's not many teams that will be the cold... Not, hmm? Brentford, maybe? Maybe Brentford. Like, you're, we, we've got two, maybe. And one of them's a current top six team, but that's just how West Ham play. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's not really this aura of cold, rainy night in Stoke anymore. Let's get that myth out of here. All right, so Messi was signed for someone in the championship. I mean, going back to the original question, two teams I would personally would like to say (laughs) is uh, mainly because of their transfer policy normally, which is Bayern and Juventus. And obviously, most of their transfer policy is buying up talent from the rest of the teams in the league obviously to stop them from being as competitive um so i would wonder how that would work in the prem for like those two particular teams because obviously the top six would be like yeah we're not going to necessarily sell to you unless obviously you cough up the cash because obviously mm-hmm. you just got to look at like tottenham in the summer to man city for instance with kane obviously but then, obviously, that's just Levy as a whole, isn't it? He, he would, yeah. uh, he always holds out. So I'd wonder how they would handle their transfer policies if they were in the Prem to try yeah. and be competitive. Because they could buy up the talent for the smaller teams, but obviously that doesn't necessarily make them as competitive. Like, would they still be able to be... No, would they be able to win the league if they were in this, in the Prem? I mean, based off of Juventus, this yeah, I think so. They put up a fight. Juventus less so much, but yeah, um, I think Bayern will probably Juventus's win it, yeah. transfer policy is less. Like obviously, Vlahovic is the recent turn up for the books, like him and Ronaldo, yeah. but they're mainly free transfers. That's that's mm. new. That, that that's their transfer policies. Yeah, they they get a whole bunch of people either dead cheap. Zakaria, um, Weston McKenney came in fairly cheap, I think, from Schalke. Um, free transfer with Rabio, free transfer with Ramsey, free transfer with a couple of others that don't spring to mind yet. Like they're they're more shrewd, barring Blahovic, which that might pay off for them. They're they're in a sort of desperate situation. They want to get into top four, which shouldn't be a thing they're saying as Juventus. Mm-hmm. But Chiesa as well. The free tra- what was Chiesa as well? Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a loan that was uh, then being made permanent mm-hmm. from Fiorentina. I'm gonna say it was where he was before. Um, um, yeah, yours. But for, for for what I've got here, my one is also based on transfer policy. I thought you were going to say this when you said one of them. You said Bayern Munich. I've got BVB. I've got Dortmund as the one mm. I'd be interested to see. With how many mm-hmm. shrewd, interesting signings they've got, whether the promoting of the youth, etc. I.e. Bellingham, Sancho developing there. Mm. Uh, they've got exciting prospects. You've seen Marco Royce who's been consistent for many years. They, they've got a good mixture of players that I think yeah. that would be an interesting one to see where they'd slot in, whether they'd be fighting for top four, whether they'd be there or thereabouts. I think, they'd be up, be, up, I think they'd be up in that top six. They would they? be, because their style of play as well. Because their style of play reminds me of like um, Arsenal under Wenger, where it was all about like all-out attack and just trying to outscore the opposition essentially yeah Yeah. Mm. it's all about attack so it would be they would have a very nice 
style football. It would be a very interest like games that you'd see in this country. I think they would fit very well in the Premier League personally. A uh, bit of Dortmund. Mm. I'd love to have that. Yeah, that'd be good. That's 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 and competitive, like you say. Yeah, it's yeah. semi-competitive. They don't just walk it. They could contend. Yeah. Um, they they've proven they can hang nearby on someone like a Bayern. They've not won it since Klopp left, etc. But yeah. they've been they they were favourites. I think at certain points in the last couple of seasons, uh, they were ahead and they fell off. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Obviously, transfer policy still would be I think just as effective of picking up people on the cheap, yeah. and then developing them into great players. Yeah. Um. I, I think I think Dortmund would be probably an ideal one. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Uh, I think that's going to be it for the Q&A this week because uh, we're getting on with the recording. Mm-hmm. So, we obviously, if you want to submit your questions, please feel free to join the Discord. Link is in the description down below. So, feel free to click on it and that should bring you into the Discord. If it doesn't work, please feel free to come onto Twitter or something like that and DM either the FSB. Uh, account or one of us three like directly so that obviously we can get that sorted out because obviously we would like to because we love the community you know it, doing this is part of enjoying the community that we're building and yeah having you guys interact with us and stuff so obviously please feel free to join our discord so you could submit your questions and stuff and obviously try try and get some food based questions in guys right right we had baked beans this week <laughs> Baked beans and pie. You might have. I didn't. <laughs> Actually, well, controversy. I did that tonight. You know, oh, I have the controversy. I, I haven't had them in a while. But um, but yeah, this that's it for this week's episode. Uh, but obviously, we thank you, Brad and Luke, for being on this week's episode. Always Pink a pleasure. Never. A and trip. we will see you in the next episode, guys. Bye. Bye. Peace out, guys.